You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Worldwide Sports Radio presents Chalk Talk. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Chalk Talk here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. It is Thursday, April 11, 2019. I'm Renee Canales, joined in the studio by James Baccioni and our producer, Big Mike Grifkin. Evan Mazza will be here at some point today. Uh, we were told. We were told, according to our sources. Um, but uh, we're going to start off the sports day with uh, Dwayne Wade. Uh, he played his last game wow. of his NBA career yesterday. <laughs> uh, what? What do you want me to do? Sometimes you come in and sometimes it's just what? We're going to start with uh, Dwayne Wade today. <laughs> okay, Dwayne well, freaking Wade. Well, we hyped it up NBA yesterday. NBA Hall of Famer just retired, just finished his career. We hyped it up yesterday. Well, it <laughs> happened yesterday, and now it's the aftermath. It's de- the first day of the dawn of no Dwayne Wade era. Or Dirk Nowitzki. Well, yeah, but I, I do want to get into that comparison yeah. a little bit. Or just kind of, not comparison, but just kind of touch Both on of those them, two yeah. guys. Because Dirk is my boy. But Yeah, but Dwayne Wade had a triple-double yesterday in his final game. Uh, playing against the Brooklyn Nets at the Barclays Center. The, the Miami Heat obviously are, have been eliminated from playoff contention uh, for a few days now. I'm so happy that we didn't do it to them last <laughs> night. <laughs> but, I mean, there were a couple people in the, in, in, in the audience yesterday. LeBron James was there. Chris Paul was there. The Banana Boat Gang Carmelo. was there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to put it that way. But, yeah, the Banana Boat Gang was there uh, all embracing uh, Dwayne Wade throughout the game. Uh, and you can even hear Dwayne Wade. I, I, I saw some audio. And a video that said, I'm going for that triple-double. I'm going for that triple-double. And boy, did he get it yesterday. Yeah, he got it. Your thoughts on that, uh, James Baccioni? I know you want to touch on that. I mean, I'm not necessarily the triple-double I wanted to touch on. I just kind of want to touch about his season as a whole. And that's also where I wanted to get into the Dirk Nowitzki part of it, or just his side of it. So I'll start with Dwayne Wade. What do you have, 30 in his final game as a Heat uh, two games ago? Both of them, I mean, this season, Dwayne Wade, he's averaging more minutes than he has in the last three seasons. And he's averaging, I think, 16 and 4 and 4. I mean, this dude can still ball. I'll take that on my bench as my 6th or 7th guy any freaking day of the week. I'll take it as my starting shooting guard if I have another decent player off the bench who can come in. 26 minutes, 15 points. Four rebounds, four assists a game. Which is why a lot of why people. Is this, have, why is he retiring? Which is why a lot of people have tried to actually get him to reconsider. He had, a, he had the, one of the best seasons he's had in his last three years this yeah. year. He's he's been healthy. He was a huge part of this Heat team. I, I don't know. I mean, he's retiring he, to be with his kids. No, I know. I understand why he's retiring. <laughs> I'm just saying that this dude can he's, still he ball. Under, he understands it from a personal level. He just doesn't understand it from a it's basketball unfair level. Unfair to me as a fan that I can't watch Dwayne Wade anymore because. He is one of the best players that we've ever watched our entire life. He changed the shooting guard position. I like. I I understand Dirk Nowitzki retiring because he's older. You know, he, no, exactly. he's past, he's past exactly. it already. That's like, what I was gonna get he, to. He's you know our sources he, were right. Our sources are correct. Evan Maza is in the building, but um, I, yeah. But Dwayne Wade, on the other hand, I don't I don't see it, man. Dirk you you Nowitzki- still had a lot. Of, you still have some time. You still have another year or two, I think, at this type of a level. Right. If you keep yourself healthy, you can play. I mean. Besides him falling on the scorer's table on on on, uh, on Wednesday on Wednesday night, I believe it was that he played his no Thursday. Uh, yeah, Wednesday night. Um, you know, and banging his knee on the table. Other than that, he's been healthy all year. Can, can I ask you guys a question? No. Okay. 
if he doesn't feel the Miami Heat are ready to contend for a championship, and that's really what he's wants to do, he wants to be there and he wants to win, could that be part of his reasoning? I guess the team could be ready and needs players. I, I mean, the Lakers. <laughs> I mean, he tried that experiment in Cleveland and it failed. Did, didn't fail in Miami. No, because they had a real coach. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I'm. I'm more just being facetious. I know, that one, but, <laughs> but no, that could be maybe something to do with it that he wanted to kind of get them this year, kind of use this season to kind of develop some of the youth they have on that team. I mean, they have a, an okay core going forward. No, I don't think they're ready to get a championship anytime right. soon. And I mean, but, hey, I mean, there, there were a few games from actually being in the playoffs. But but, but D Wade also, well, he wasn't just a mentor on this team. He was a legitimate part leader. of this of basketball he was. team. He was a leader on this yeah. team. He was a, a legit leader on this team. I mean, what Spolster I mean, did. They came, it's, they came to within a playoff spot with two games left in the yeah. year. So I, it's, it's, it's a shame they couldn't get in. It's a shame it's the end of D Wade. But all I'm saying is that this dude can still play basketball. Yeah. I mean, that fadeaway looks stronger and better than ever, man. I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. That fadeaway that he I'm, has. I'm not even just saying that because of his triple-double last no. night or, against, or the 30-point game in his no. final home game. He's been doing it all season. Mm-hmm. He's been revitalized this year from what he was the past two seasons ago. Like, like, like I said, he, he this is as healthy as he's been in a really long time. I mean, you want to say he's going out on top. Or at least, you know, You'd hope. With, with the respect that we – the respect for Dwayne Wade is no longer like – maybe a couple of years ago when he was with Cleveland, it was kind of, oh, Dwayne's just kind of going to be a 14-minute-a-night guy, kind of give you a little bit, be a more sort of like better leader. like it was in Chicago too. Not the case anymore. Yeah. It wasn't the case this season, I should no. say. Listen. And I, don't, I think he could play another year or two not being the case, but – Listen, if we're being honest, I mean, I appreciate the fact that he's at least going out on his own terms. Yeah. The, that that it, it's not anything health-wise or, mm-hmm. or, you know, physically that's – Making him retire. He's going out on his own terms. Mm-hmm. That, that's to, what's great about it. And this. he wants to be with his kids. Yeah. And, you know, and who knows? Maybe in a few years you'll see another Wade in the NBA. I don't know how old his oldest child is. I don't know. He's, yeah. a, he's obviously a teenager. Yeah. But no, I listen. His his career, if we look at it, because, I mean, we, we all grew up, you know, basically watching this guy play. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw him play with Shaq. We saw him play with LeBron and Chris Bosh. We saw him play yeah, with Udonis Haslam. Let's not forget about that title he won in 06. No, that, I, you cannot forget. That, that's why we brought up yesterday that Dirk Nowitzki and Dwayne Wade's paths have crossed more than once, mm-hmm. on more than on, on one occasion. That title that he won with Shaq was against the Dirk Nowitzki mm-hmm. Dallas Mavericks in and 06. The, and Dirk's title came against and the Big exactly, Three. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, the bo- those career paths have crossed on numerous occasions. I mean, they brought out the best in each other. And, and hey, listen, Dwayne Wade is going to be ex- missed on an extreme level in this NBA. Absolutely. Well, he'll be a part. You would think he'd be a part of the Heat organization in some capacity under Pat at Riley. Some, at some point. I think he's going to want to get away from the game for a little while. Oh, sure. I, don't know. Anything else. I mean, just look at the respect and, and support from... All the stadiums, every yeah. place he went to, not one place gave him a boo. Every place, the Brooklyn gave him a tribute video last night, you saying know, thanks for the memories. What did he do? Kick our ass for the last eighteen years? Yeah, but we respected it because he did it in a, in a night in a you know, with the garden. respectable yeah, manner. The, the he, garden every team. Yep. You, you know what it reminds me of? Derek Jeter's farewell yeah. tour. That's kind it's a of guy who it did it the right way, and you can't help but you, and you couldn't you, hate. You him. can't. You have to respect it. You, you have, have to respect to. who he was because he never cheated the game yep. and he never did anything wrong. He kept his. Face kind of out of the spotlight, mm-hmm. even though he was a, the led by the example. Best player. Yeah, one of the best players in the league at the time he came in. 
He just didn't get the recognition, I feel, because of a guy like Kobe was still here when he was doing it at his best. And everyone paid attention to Kobe. I mean, Kobe is a better player than Dwayne Wade. Oh, yeah, of course. That's not, that's not fair. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, yeah. I'm not downsizing yeah. Kobe. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying Dwayne Wade could have gotten more attention had it not been. Mm -hmm. That draft class was something else. Damn. That drive class was something. LeBron else. James, Darko Milicic. Chris Bosh, Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Kobe, uh, uh, um, and it's yeah, crazy, Dwayne too. Wade. Chris Bosh went, uh, uh, went before Dwayne Wade, mm -hmm. and that's why Wade Imagine actually. Imagine if the Pistons just took one of those guys, how, much, how good they were at the time, and just could have. Oh, and you going. add that to Chauncey Billows, Rip Hamilton, Rasheed Wallace, Rasheed Wallace, Ben Wallace. Oh, geez. That Tejon been, Prince. That would have been incredible. That would have been an incredible yeah. oh, They took team. Darko. Yeah. And we all know how that one ended Carmelo. up. Carmelo. <laughs> well, Darko turned out to be dark for the Pistons. Dark days. That, that entire, his entire career was dark. Yeah, true. Fair enough. The Dark Knight rises. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. The Dark Knight rises. Even but though he was spotted a 6 nothing lead the other night and couldn't hold it. Harvey? Harvey. Did you see Hansel Robles no. in his video? He comes out to The Undertaker's music. And it's like candles and horses in the video. It's actually and oh, roses. Awkward. It's like really like. But since we cool. talk, but since we talked about Dwayne Wade, let's talk about Dirk Nowitzki, who also had his last game la yesterday against the San Antonio Spurs. Too high. Anyone hearing feedback? No. 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 Might be you. Might be you. Don't hear buzzing. No. No. Hmm. Interesting. Right. <laughs> if you want to turn it down, you can turn it down like just a little bit, I guess. Um. Yeah, no, that's that good. better. Yeah. Okay, but uh, Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki had his last game last night too, and he was given a tribute. He was given a tribute video by the San Antonio Spurs, and fittingly, before he actually left the court for the final time, his last shot went in. You see Craig Popovich clapping his hands. Everybody's just cheering, um, and that's another one. He's another one that's that, that's going out on his own terms. Uh, incredibly, one of the best careers that mm -hmm. a European player has ever had, an international player has ever had in the NBA, of uh, fifteen hundred games. Uh, in his career, uh, all of the games with the Dallas Mavericks in the NBA, one title, one MVP, one finals MVP, James Baccioni. Um, your thoughts on Dirk calling it a career with, well, Dirk, with one final team, with only one Dirk, team? Think about all the money that Dirk's passed up in his career to, in order to stay with the Dallas Mavericks, just out of respect and out of not wanting to play anywhere else, really. That's, that's, that's where respect. he found a home. That's respect. That's respect. <laughs> that's respect. That's he, respect. Found, <laughs> he found a home. That's respect right there. Won the title there. So happy that he got that title. Been, went to two. I mean, the Mavericks have had great teams over the years. They've mm -hmm. been one of the better be pro uh, franchises in basketball for Absolutely. pretty much his entire career there. Yeah, yeah the last couple of years they weren't as great, but they are in a bit. A bit they have, you know, Luka Doncic or Porzingis they have there. They have guys there who hopefully will take this over, take the reins back. So mm -hmm. I feel like he can feel comfortable leaving it in good hands with a Luka, you know, with a Porzingis. But, and he's also played with some great players, too. Oh, dude, Steve, Steve Nash, Nash Jason, Jason, Jason Kidd. Michael yeah. Finley. Yep. Jason Michael Terry. Finley was a great player. Jason Terry was a pretty Jason solid Terry, player. Tyson Chandler. Sean, great team. Tyson Chandler. Sean, Sean Bradley. Sean, Sean Marion was there for a little mm -hmm. bit, too. I yeah. love Sean Marion just for that free throw alone. Ugliest <laughs> 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 shot I've yeah. ever seen. Worse than Eric Gordon. I love that. I love uh, that. Joakim Noah is up there. Oh, I mean, they're not, he's not a shooter. But, um... But, but Dirk, Dirk on the other hand, to me, I don't know if he's going on his on his own terms because Dirk, I don't think could play another rigorous rigorous season in the Dirk? NBA. Dirk? He's, he's been battling injuries the last couple of years. His production clearly has gone down. He's a shell of his former, his former self. I, I, yeah, we're still we're not thinking of Dirk now as 
oh, wow, like there's Dirk Nowitzki. He still has our respect, and I feel like him going out now is a good move. Mm-hmm. Whereas Dwayne Wade, I definitely feel like he could be a productive player in the NBA for another mm-hmm. year or two. Dirk, Dirk, I don't see it. Dirk said he – Dirk said he – I remember Dirk said he wanted – he was thinking about playing another year. I don't think – No, but I, I think – yeah, I, I think he made that deci- – I think he was saying that just because he didn't want – Necessarily all of that attention. But it's been a couple of years now where yeah. Dirk's kind of been a shell of himself. Exactly. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I mean, we knew we were closer to the end with Dirk Nowitzki than we were with Dwayne Wade. Yeah. I want to say, like, if we put it that way. Uh, but Dirk de- definitely didn't want all that attention. I mean, you saw how, like, you know, the arenas, like you said, you know, embraced Dwayne Wade during his last visits. They they did the same with Dirk Nowitzki, tribute videos mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But he never really announced until the last game in Dallas that he was retiring. So it was still sort of out there. Maybe he's coming back. Maybe you know we'll we'll see what happens. But twenty two years. I mean, twenty two years is a long time. You know, that's that's. Oh, I, mean, I mean, we can agree that both these guys are first ballot Hall of Fame. Absolutely, right. absolutely. I don't think no there's doubt. any question about it. I really look, they, look at the class that got into the NBA, into the Basketball Hall of Fame over the weekend. I think we can definitely say these guys are first. Are you guys had any guys see that? Yikes! Jeez, I have Lottie Divac got in. So if Lottie Divac can get in, I think we're Lottie Divac, the guy that just fired a thirty-nine win head coach. Lottie Divac gets in just for the fact Shaq dunked on him countless times. It felt bad. They got so many posters of him around that they had to just put him in because everyone goes, "Oh, who's that guy on the King?" Was he was he ever on Shaq and the Fool or was uh, that just JaVel McGee's spot for life? Uh, probably JaVel McGee's no, spot. I mean, if you look back in time, you're probably gonna find some videos where he can actually oh. p- make it a Shaq and the Fool, but oh, probably. You know, one thing I gotta I don't have Dirk's stats in front of me, but I have Wade's. And one thing that sticks out to me about Dwayne Wade's career stats is that he shot forty eight percent from yeah. the field yeah. for his career. Mm. That means he hit nearly half the shots he took in the NBA. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. I, I That's never, a guy who knows where to shoot from. Knows his shot. I, I knows he never range. took a stupid shot. Exactly. You know, he or if he did, he limited it every season. Sure. I mean, he he forty eight percent from the from the field for your career. That's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous for a guy who was That's a star so player for yeah. so long. That means every time he took a shot, it had fifty percent chance of going in. True. Dirk, I'll take that. Dirk was forty seven percent. Okay. Yeah. It's still pretty good. Dirk, and Dirk, and especially because Dirk shot more threes than Dwayne Wade ever did. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Dirk was the first big guy to really oh, he take changed the it game. Out. Well, that changed the game. Yeah, we were we were, we went at that you know at length yesterday how Dirk sort of started a movement when it comes to big guys, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and and them sh- being well, because comfortable how much in of shooting a weapon the three. Was that? Yeah, it was. Oh, it was the biggest. You couldn't guard the guy. No, because at first he, he released the ball from seven foot, you know, seven yeah. feet four inches in the air. Yeah. It's and it was money, money Not pure. Just a filthy shot, man. I mean, Dirk wasn't the point, the power forward or the stretch forward we see now who was going to run the floor and be able to dribble it to the rack like that. But he had that fadeaway. He had the three-point shot. The, 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 the one ooh, foot? The one oh, foot. The one oh, foot fadeaway. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, this guy had patented, patented moves in the NBA. Just how, like, Tim, Tim Duncan's bank shot was patented. Sure, you know, sure. Dwayne Wade's I mean, fadeaway. And how many great matchups did we see when oh, we saw Duncan oh, versus Nowitzki throughout gracious. the 2000s? Spurs Spurs Mavericks was the greatest one of the best rivalries in the NBA for that time. Yeah, and, absolutely. And we got a call yesterday how how saying Dirk Nowitzki's career, you know, was in the Western Conference where he had to play against, you know, the Lakers with Kobe mm-hmm. and Shaq and the Spurs with Dirk you know Tim Duncan exactly and 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 you know, later and he in beat his the career, Heat, the Warriors, he beat LeBron. He beat LeBron. I mean, he had to go through some 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 dynasties. He literally had to go through dynasties in order to get to where he was. 
mm-hmm. and he and, and he, he was got successful. to two. And he, he got, got to two, two finals. He got the one the one actual championship with Jason Kidd as his point guard against the Miami Heat mm-hmm. in the first year of the Big Three. I mean, the fact that you beat a team that was assembled to act that that was supposed to win championships year after year after year they were supposed to win that championship and was supposed to be, win that one. I mean, that's incredible what Dirk Nowitzki in his career did. And like you said, he, how he you know he took less money just to you know just to play so the he Dallas gave, Mavericks. Dirk Nowitzki left so much money on so, the so table just, just so Dallas can put a team around mm-hmm. them. I love Dirk. Unselfish man. That that's something that you can acquaint with with, with Dirk Nowitzki. His I, unselfishness. But but look at. A guy you brought up before. Same thing with Tim Duncan. Yeah. In San Antonio. Stayed with one franchise. Left, probably left a ton of money on the table. And they're both very well-respected players. So yeah. well-respected. And, Dirk, you know, I'll say this for me. My favorite player outside of being a Nick was Dirk. Oh, always. Oh, yeah, for sure. Always yeah. Dirk. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I loved seeing Dirk Nowitzki. I actually got to see him in, uh, in person once playing against the Knicks, and he hit a uh, – he had a buzzer-beating shot to send the game into overtime, and I was just ecstatic. I mean, even though it was against the Knicks, but I was just ecstatic. It was yeah. Dirk Nowitzki. You know, I got to see him play, which yeah, is awesome. I, I mean, you, we go through the national games now, and it's always LeBron and Russ. And, but back in the day, it, how often were Spurs Mavericks? All the time. The game of the All week. All the time. Yeah. Mavericks, Mavericks Lakers. Spurs yeah. Lakers, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the Mavericks Suns teams, the, the Suns teams Steve with Amari Stoudemire, Steve yeah. Nash, Mike D'Antoni is their head coach, a seven-second or less offense. I mean, I mean, yeah. we just saw great matchups. Seven no. seconds or less. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's perfected now <laughs> with how many threes they shoot up. But, I mean, anyways, I mean, we, we've, seen, we've seen both players. We've been spoiled. We have been spoiled. With yeah. great NBA oh, yeah. talent. We're old. We lost two really good ones last night. Yeah. We're old. We lost two legends of the game. Mm-hmm. We live, a, and, and we're we live in a golden generation. great ambassadors for the sport. Yeah. We, live, we yeah. live in a golden generation when it comes to athletes, when it comes to sports stars. But they're not like these guys. They don't have the humbleness like a, a Dirk no. or a Dwayne Wade. Mm-hmm. It's, not the same, it's not the same brand of athlete anymore. It's how big can I get myself? These guys, Dirk was how big can I make the Dallas Mavericks? It's how much money I can get, how much money I can get in endorsements, how much, you know, what teams are courting me. Not saying one's better than the other. One's right, one's wrong. It's the way of the world now. Mm -hmm. If you can make money, go make it. I'm not telling you not to do that. But it's a different sort of environment. It's a different different environment. It's a different sort of mindset, which it seems, at least to me, the the, casual, the the, the world itself respects more. And we also don't see... Players staying with one team anymore no. for their entire career. No. Well, that's what I said with Dirk. It was how even, big can I make the Mavericks? Yeah. With guys now, it's how big can I make myself? How big can I make whatever? You know, Kyrie Irving. And how, we said before, D Wade even left Miami for a brief period of time, Chicago and Cleveland, and then came back. You know, Dirk spent twenty two full twenty two years all in one city, all in one town. And we were talk, we were talking about yesterday where 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 does Dirk rank in well, terms of Dallas sports stars? He's up there at five four. You know, I would say he's up there in the top five. I'm not holding Dwayne Wade leaving any. I'm not holding it against, against him because no. he went to Chicago, where he was from. He was from, so he sure. wanted to try that. And he went to Cleveland Absolutely. to give it one more shot with LeBron. LeBron yeah, and he went back to Miami. So he, I mean, that's, and then that's, Cle- Cleveland did the right thing by him and those actually shipped the, yeah. him to Miami. Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> so he didn't necessarily leave because no. he wanted to. Mm-hmm. It didn't really work that way. 
He he wanted to go home. Yeah, I mean, know? I mean, he you know he did what he needed to do. No, he got a fat contract to go yeah. play in Chicago, and then he took it because you know oh let me leave my team so I and can he, go. Right. And he did something that he you know he he wanted to represent his own town, which he did. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out obviously, and he found his next his next destination, and it ended up sending him back to Miami, where he was able to finish out his career the right way, and like you said, on top of his own of his own. Organization. He's on top of world. the world today. Yeah. Who, who thinks, who's going to talk a bad word about Dwayne Wade no, today? Nobody's can't. ever going to talk a bad word about Dwayne Wade. Nobody ever. I don't think you can. I, I don't think you can ever say a bad thing about Dwayne Wade. No. I have ever. nothing bad. Uh, unless he was playing against the Knicks, I didn't have a bad thing hmm. to say about him. Even when I mean, he was playing, they were even, like even when he scored, though, it was just like, oh, nice shot. Or yeah. Like, like, yeah. It wasn't even you, like. You, you, you look at the TV, you know, yeah, you're like, you can't God, defend that. You can't, yeah, like, you, like, like, you see him hit that fadeaway. I was like, I can't even be I mad can't about do that. that. It's like, oh, nice shot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, or, or he does the up and under. Like, mm-hmm. It's just. I hit, one, of my, one of my favorite plays of all time in the NBA is, uh, I think it was 2010. I think it was the first year of the Heat. Big three. Big three. And LeBron. Uh, it was it was a, it was a missed shot for the other team on the defense. LeBron like noticed it right away and started getting ahead of the D. Dwayne Wade gets the rebound yeah. and throws, throws against the Pacers. Like a quarterback. Oh my goodness! That was against the Pacers. That LeBron more, James lays how, it in to yeah. throw that pass. Mm-hmm. That's one of the most absurd plays in NBA we history. We saw him do it twice. Yeah, we, yeah, we saw yeah. him do it twice. Unreal. I mean, one of my favorite I, Dwayne Wade plays. Uh, his dunk over Anderson Varejao. Uh, against the Cleveland Cavaliers, where he just absolutely just obliterates him. Just he just didn't care who the hell was standing in front of him. Poor oh. Anderson Varejao. Yeah. Yep, that's one of my favorite one of my favorite moments of of, of Dwayne Wade. It has to be. Hmm. Um, but yeah, any last words on 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 these two uh, fine gentlemen? One of the greats to play the games, um, exiting the NBA world as a player for the last time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For being for being like I think Baccioni said it just Baccioni said it like for being a pros pro for being a class act for being for for representing your your team and your city and everything you did and the that, league thank you and the league we lost two we lost you know for two class acts leaving at the same time and leaving on their own terms so uh, it's gonna be a while before we see another Dwayne Wade Dirk Nowitzki again mm-hmm. it's gonna we'll be a while. Go. We saw Dwayne Wade do everything on the court that he wanted to, but he also did, you know, a lot of things for the community mm-hmm. as well, which oh, yeah. is also Miami loves uh, him. You know, especially him. after you know the shooting that happened at the at the high school, Parkland. Uh, yeah, Parkland. you know, he went around and uh, you know visited that school and whatnot. So I mean, he did a lot for the community. He's always been active. Just, in like Miami. I, like I said, great ambassadors yeah, for the game. Absolutely, just using using your platform and using your resources for always for the better. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, just. Thank you very much for, for, like you said, being great ambassadors to the game, for being one of our favorite players of all time, uh, for just gracing us with your presence on the court. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. And with that being said, we're going to go to break. And we'll be back here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This is Chalk Talk. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You're, you're listening to, to Chalk Talk on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, before we before we move on, uh, the Phil- uh, the MLB has announced that the 2026 All Star Game will be in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia to celebrate the 250th anniversary of the Declaration of Independence. No, right. no, no, I'm you're gonna steal lying. It. You're lying to us. <laughs> I'm gonna steal. I'm gonna steal it. All right, there, Nicholas. I'm you're gonna, gonna lying. Steal <laughs> you're lying to us just because they want to use the theme song from Fresh Prince of Bel Air for the, <laughs> the, uh, the All Star Game. And oh, 
There is a contract extension, but the Braves, yeah, the, the terms haven't been announced yet. The terms haven't been announced yet. So when when we get the terms, we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's move on to the National Hockey League playoffs because Ooh, what a good night! Oh man, what a stupendous start to the playoffs How, uh, so, for Bob, the NHL. Jim, Jimmy, did you hear the Islander fans across from the Coliseum? Like <laughs> no, you said, I didn't hear. Him. I didn't hear. Him. But that place I was, was a little. Rocking, I was a little though. out of range. <laughs> that that place was rocking yesterday. Um, we had the Islanders going. I can't to imagine the traffic coming home. Oh yeah, boy, it must have been. Well, awful. one of the worst stadiums in the world to to get to have access to. Really? Yeah. There's oh, no yeah. train. There's no. no. <laughs> it's it's just kind of drive in. Our, gra- our graduation was there. We had time. Uh, I had to park at Nassau, co- yeah. Nassau Community College and, <laughs> and, and run across freaking the highway in my cap and gown. Dude, I remember because because uh, obviously Doing we graduated the same Bond class. Stuff. We, we graduated in the same class. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm texting. I'm like, yo, where are you at? He's like, I'm running. <laughs> I'm like, I let across. I had across the highway. <laughs> Jumping dividers. It was muddy. I'm getting my shoes. I'm yeah. like, I need this freaking diploma though. So yeah. I'm getting this yeah. thing. I gotta get it. Uh, dude, it. I mean, it was it, it was fun, but I mean, yeah, the parking there is just god awful. Ah, right, game you, one. That's you. You would th- you would think mm-hmm. that. You know, with them renovating the arena, that they'd do something different. Well, with the, the Belmont. No. I mean, no. I, I actually was coming home from the train the other day and passed by Belmont, mm-hmm. and I don't see any sort no, of, of groundbreaking or construction well, yeah, anything in there. No, no I don't think yet. they can. I thought it was supposed to be done by twenty two. I don't think they That's can. That's not happening. No, they can't. I don't think they can. I think there's a pro- there's a problem going on with uh, the town know, of Belmont. Well, with you know whatever town they're in. Really? I guess. Yeah. There's nothing going on there. I've dropped, I took the train by. There's yeah. n- nothing. There's, but I that, there's, I mean, if they do get it done there, that train line right there is going to be oh, beautiful. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they would have to increase the train services and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, but so. they do have the line already set yeah, up they do, within yeah. 10 minutes walk. Because, so. well, you know, when the Belmont Stakes are there, exactly. you know, the people use exactly. the train. Let's see, let's see if I can solve this mystery for you. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby, you can, Scooby's see, mysteries. See if you can uh, actually start the uh, groundbreaking for the new uh, arena for the uh, Islanders. But no, I'll get that started by now. You got to take some calls. But with that being said, let's take a look at the games last night. First game of the night, we had the Blue Jackets, the Columbus Blue Jackets, against the Tampa Bay Lightning, the overall number one team in the National Hockey League. In NHL history almost? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, You're they, right. they, they You're tied right. the record for wins in the season at 62 uh, with uh, the, the Detroit Red Wings. Detroit Red Wings, I think, of 97, yeah. 98. Um, so, I mean, an incredible game. The Lightning were up 3 nothing at one point in this one. And then John Tortorella really got these guys into this game. Uh, Sergei Bobrovsky made some unbelievable saves in that one. And the Columbus Blue Jackets came back, stormed the Lightning in their, whole, in their own home and arena. His approval, his, well, he needs approval thunder, for that. If you could Whoa. say. No, he needs his approval you, for that. You got The Lightning got stung. Nothing. <laughs> oh. uh, he, he was waiting for it. He's like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> The lightning got what? Stung. The lightning. Oh, the, no. bl- the blue no. jackets brought the thunder. Okay. Lightning and the thunder. You could say but, the but, blue. You could say the blue jackets were Thor. Well, I don't know if the blue jackets. They used to be when they came into the league. They were like bumblebees, they, but then they piece, went to yeah, becoming like know, you know, know um, yeah. union troop members. So I'm really <laughs> not sure which kind of blue jacket they're talking about. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. We're not gonna cross like, that. They made line. an alter jersey and it had like a cannon on it. And I was like, yeah. wait, are you like union members now? Or? <laughs> we're so confused. But, um, by the way, though, go for it, bro. The Blue Jackets scored four goals last night against uh, the Lightning. Unanswered. The, they scored three goals total in the three regular season games against the Lightning. Hey. And they scored three in the third period. Yeah, David Savard. Ooh, I that, mean, that guy had a game. Seth Jones with the go-ahead goal. 
Uh, every goal, go-ahead power play goal. Yeah, every and goal was to the stick side of Vasilevsky, too. I mean, so what does this... I understand it's game one, and I understand yeah. that the Lightning are the team that they are, but does this mean anything at all for this series? I mean, it does Going a lot. Forward? I mean, what have we harped on of Bobrovsky pretty much his entire career that he's a terrible playoff goaltender? And, I mean, and, and what have we seen in the first 20 minutes yesterday? He was uh, he's a terrible playoff he goaltender. About, he was about to get pulled. I mean, and, and second of all, they, they took home ice advantage away from the Tampa Bay Lightning like that. Well, sure, but um, let me finish my point. Yeah. Uh, so the first 20 minutes in the, in the game, you know, if you're a Blue Jackets fan, a hockey fan, and you go, okay, Bobrovsky's at it again. It's the playoffs. He's going to be terrible. What happens in those final two periods? Unreal. Settles he's in. Doesn't head. let up a goal. He's on his head. This could be massive for Sergei Bobrovsky moving on in this series. And I think you said it yesterday. Massive. I think you said it yesterday that, you know. Well, he's a guy who's trying to raise his profile yeah, as well. That there could be a chance where Bobrovsky actually steals the series away from the Lightning. You, I think you said it yesterday. So, I mean. What a way to start off, you know, it's the, just to, the playoff to, series for him. To start off so terribly in that first period and kind of have these, you know, all, all, the, all the bad thoughts of the past come creeping back in. Oh, Bobrovsky playoffs, Bobrovsky playoffs. Hey, they won the game, and he helped out a lot, and he kind of just got into a rhythm after mm. those three goals, kind of, you know, bared down. The explosive lightning offense getting shut out the rest of the way. It's huge. It's a massive confidence boost for Sergei for Gregorovsky. you got to st- think it. The stars of the Lightning, Kucherov, Stamkos, Point, they didn't do much yesterday. Mm-hmm. They they were held off the sheet. But I, I'll, going back to Bobrovsky for a second, if you look back at that first period, the third goal is a deflection in front. Mm-hmm. He has no chance mm-hmm. on First one's a shorthanded breakaway. The real only goal he probably would want back is the second one, and that's because he gives up a softer rebound. Yeah. So he played really pretty if you well look at for it, the most part. If you look at it from a big, big perspective, he actually didn't have that terrible of a game. No. But, I mean, you know, it, it did put the Blue Jackets in a hole 3 nothing early. But the way this team reba- rebounded. And they didn't play that poorly of a first period. Tampa Bay just got the bounces. So, first goal was by Alex Kalorn. Uh, oh, that dude. That, four minutes in, like you said, a shorthanded goal. He is a playoff player, man. Zarelli got the second one. And, uh, um, I want to pronounce his name right. Yanni Gord. Gord. I was going to say Gordy. But Gord gets the third goal I mean, in that first period. He, Barofsky made a huge save on Kucherov early in the second mm-hmm. on the two on one. Yeah. Uh, Would have made it four nothing right there. Mm-hmm. And then, what are we talking about? The, the, but, the, how about the one on the doorstep on Braden Point? Mm-hmm. I think that would have put him up four to one, and he made. A, I mean, he made a few with you know less than five minutes left in the game, and especially when the blue, when the when the Lightning had that extra attacker, yeah. he made a few down the stretch I there mean, too. What, what have we always said this like for the past week and since we were ta- starting to talk about playoffs? What wins playoff series? Defense and goal a goaltending can steal you the series. Yep. I don't think I'm not saying that the Blue Jackets are going to win this series, mm-hmm. but last night the way Bobrovsky bounced back after allowing those early goals and Be the careful. way he played. Be careful. Big, it's the hot big, big momentum boost for Sergey Bobrovsky and the Columbus Blue Jackets. It's not the best goaltender. A lot of times it's the, the hot goaltender. Hottest. I mean, hot look at this. Tender. I mean, this is not a bad Blue Jackets team. They went no. out during the deadline and got Zingle, got a um, du- got a Duchesne. Yep. I, they have solid defense with a Seth Jones. Yep. They got some veterans in there with a Felino. Mm-hmm. I mean, they and the goaltending, like we said, if Bobrovsky can stay hot, they're a team who might be able to pull off this upset. I'm not. I'm not going to bank on it. I'm not going to say they're going to do yeah. it yet. I'm still going to go with Tampa Bay at least. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's going to go seven. I'm going to go Tampa Bay in six. I think maybe okay. Columbus could steal one more now at home with this mm-hmm. kind of momentum a little bit. But watch out. Yeah, I said Tampa in five originally. And, and but. Big Mike, you, you said something to me before the show even started Yeah, uh, that I guess somebody brought up to you or you know you saw something on Twitter. The Blue Jackets last year 
won two games against the Capitals yeah. in their opening series. Took up the six. And then the, and then the Capitals <laughs> went off on that run. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously went to the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, I mean, this, could, this could be a, so it could be a repeat. It, it could be a, um, you know, a what's what I'm looking for, whatever check, reality check, reality check for for the Tampa Bay <laughs> Lightning, saying, yeah. hey, we're not going to just coast through this thing. This is still the NHL playoffs. There's a yeah. lot of parity in the NHL. We have to, you know, might let a fire under their asses, saying we got to pick it up if we want to win this game. We can't take we can't take any lead. For for granted. for granted, yeah. You know who was really bad last night for the Tampa Bay Lightning? Ryan McDonough. He had a bad night. Sounds like uh, something we got used to seeing here <laughs> in New York. With the it's a, you got Ryan McDonough and you got John Tortorella going at each other. Oh, it's perfect for you guys. Dude, I mean, dude you had Dan Dubinsky fought with Dubinsky fought. I mean, my gosh. I was more important than Torch. Was that why did he want you in Columbus? I blocked more shots. No, I blocked more shots. Yeah, I say, yeah. He didn't, he didn't yell at me more. No, he didn't yell at me more. Where was Ryan Callahan to play peace me? He was not in their lineup. He sucks. Oh, and John Cooper, don't put Jan Ruda in your lineup for game two because that guy's atrocious also. Total one of my favorite New York coaches ever. Ew. Oh, I don't hate Tortorella, dude. I hate Tortorella. One of my favorite YouTube videos, it's 11 <laughs> minutes long. It's just Torts yelling at reporters. <laughs> I hate Torts, man. He yelled at Sam Rosen. Yeah. You can't do yeah. that. <laughs> He's a legend, damn it. Hall of Famer. You can't yell at Sam. You can't do it. No. <laughs> you really can But with that being said, the Columbus Blue Jackets hold a one nothing series lead that was pa- against the Tampa Bay Lightning. We, talk, um, we talked about that. Blue Jacket Capital Series, boy, when they took the first two, that was Panic City for the Washington oh, Capitals. Sure. Everyone thought Absolutely. that was a well, every, here we go again. Every time the Caps lose in the playoffs, it's Panic City in yeah. D.C. I mean, Game two is on Friday, uh, 7 o'clock p.m., uh, if you guys want to catch that. But let's move on to the next one. We have the New York Islanders at home at the Nassau Coliseum, or as they like to call it, the Barn. Oh, it was a the, barn against the Pittsburgh yeah, Penguins. It's yeah, it's a dump. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It, it but yeah, it's like Shea Stadium. It's like Shea. It's like Shea Stadium. It's a dump, but it's our dump. <laughs> For Mets fans, I was our dump. Islander fans, it's their dump. You know what? It's it's a dump regardless. Anyway, nah, you guys got the gun. That's fine. Yeah, well, you, you, you got the gun. You got the gun. You got the gun. You got the gun. You, you appreciate the garden, don't you? <laughs> Obviously, it's exactly. a garden. Exactly. It's a garden. We appreciate it, but they make it. Impossible for regular people to oh, go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, Thanks, but, Jimmy D. But this game was, you know, up and down the entire time. The the, the Penguins had, what was it, 40, I think it was 40, yeah, 44 shots yesterday. I mean, they were just shooting the lights out of the puck. Uh, they were able to control the neutral zone as well through various points of this game. But the final score, the New York Islanders get the win on a Josh Bailey goal in overtime. After Barzal hits the uh, post, uh, what was a pretty nice play actually on oh, the two on one. That was a oh, that um, dangle. Yeah, Ooh. but um, so they got bailed out. They, is what you're yeah. saying? Oh, awesome! Great job, great job. But thoughts on this game, gentlemen? Uh, it was up and down. The Islanders get that first goal right away. Uh, they gave up the lead several times in this one. Um, Penguins, Penguins. T- Penguins tied it with a minute thirty left on the on the clock in the third period. Mm-hmm. Under I, what I thought was a spectacular shot. Uh, even though Leonard was screened and he Double could, screen, yeah, he yeah. wasn't able to see where the puck was going, but it was just a spectacular shot. Um, your thoughts on this one? I thought the Islanders played really well for the most. I part. knew they would. Yeah, the, their one kryptonite 
last night were the guys in stripes. They took too many penalties. Martha? The, yes. Uh, the, Sorry, the, 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 the boarding call on Anders Lee, though, was a horrific call. Mm. I don't care that the guys get tangled up. But the guy was already going on. The guy was already on his way down to the right. It's not like he cross-checked him or pushed him in. Their legs got tangled, and he hit. Like the we were boards. watching the replay here when we came in, we saw Cal Clutterbuck absolutely cross-check somebody. I don't even know. And he didn't even get called. called for it. He didn't get called for it. But we see a play like that, a boarding call. And, oh. I mean, so in the next couple games, regardless of whether the refs are a factor or yeah. not, if the Islanders are going to keep taking penalties like this, they, they can't expect burned. to win. No, no, you will get burned. Not against an experienced team like Pittsburgh. Yeah. I mean, who's been there a million years. A team that's won the Stanley Cup before using their power play. And we saw Malkin times. score a power play goal yesterday, so I mean. Malkin and Kessel yeah. had the goal, so. And Justin Schultz, so. Schultz is back. I mean, oh, Latang is back. Oli Mata played horrific last night. It's not great. It was Oli Mata at a time before he got burned. <laughs> he got burned. Good job. Thank Good you. Job. Uh, Brian Dumoulin looks like he needed some more practice time before the game, too. Uh, and Sidney Crosby didn't look like Sidney Crosby for the most part. But you figure he will, though. You, uh, oh, at some point. Well, Robin Leonard did his part as well in this Robin game. Robin Leonard was good. And the fourth line of the Islanders, the Clutterbuck, Martin. Yeah, yeah they're, they're enforcing line, pretty much. But, but when they're spending most of their time in the offensive zone. So you know it's working. That's how you know it's working. And they were really good last night. If, they can get, if the Islanders can get tomorrow night, go back to Pittsburgh 2 nothing. Get get split split them go back go back to the to New York game five you got the series. I don't know I I, I had this one going seven uh, because I just I just six. think it's even I just think it's an even series yeah. I think both yeah. the both teams are good but no, like you are. brought up yesterday if the Islanders can stay out of the penalty box and, and you know and keep Malkin Crosby and Kessel off the scoring sheet. I just think that they're but it's going to be possible. I think the Islanders are a more sound five-on-five five hockey team mm-hmm. and play more mm-hmm. discipline and play more as a unit and like know what they're doing out there yeah. or have a game plan out there when they're five-on-five. Five. But if you want to start taking penalties and giving guys like Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Chris Letang more room to operate, you're like, going to get, get burned. Yeah. You're going to be in trouble. And, so, and That's going to be the story of this series, if the Islanders can stay out of the box or not. And, and I think also they, they need to see a better performance from Matt Murray. I think Matt yeah. Murray yeah. needs to be better in, he in got that. Barreled into like four times. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think the Penguins? I mean, I know this isn't the. I know this was the expansion draft and everything. Do you think sure. they really wish they had Mark Andre Fleury? No, no, no. I, I mean, I know Matt, I mean, Matt, Matt Murray's won. been fine for them. Matt Murray's been fine for them. In turn, you know, they've won two Stanley Cup. They won two Stanley Cup with Matt Murray. No, they have. I think that's more of a fan emotional attachment. You think so? Yeah. I, I, his I, name will be in the rafters. In, oh, in, of course. In, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, once it, once his career ends, that next all, year all he'll be in the rafters. Him, yep. obviously, 87, 71, and Chris Letang, too. So they'll all go up. Yeah, they will. So the Islanders hold a 1 nothing. Mm. <laughs> I, listen, Matt Cullen's number should be retired by every, every team, team that he played, he played for, <laughs> including the, the Rangers. Rangers. <laughs> no, 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 no. Simply because he was here. Just because he was there. Uh, but with that being said, the Islanders hold a one nothing lead going into Game 2, which is also on Friday, uh, 7.30 p.m. live from uh, the Nassau Coliseum. But then we also had the St. Louis Blues going up against the Winnipeg Jets. That was crazy. And that now was a we're good going game. Heavyweights. That, yeah, that was a great game. Uh, 1-1 late into the third period when the Blues um, get that goal by Tyler Bozak. Former Maple Leaf great. <laughs> they win the game 2-1. to one. In Winnipeg, too. Yeah. Uh, you the know, whiteout. The whiteout. Yeah, that's what I was just about to bring up. The whiteout. 
Um, love Winnipeg. Thoughts on this game? Because, I mean, it was hotly contested throughout 1-1, like I said, late into the third period. Hey, Renee, Sonny Gray. Screw him. Uh, <laughs> screw him. It's always sunny in Cincinnati. <laughs> but, I mean, if you're Winnipeg, a positive you got to take out of this game is that Hellebuck only let up two goals, mm-hmm. and that Patrick Line scored your goals. So, yes. I mean, it's it's – Line A, we all know about the tough season that he had his entire year. Really screwed me in fantasy. Drafted him in the first <laughs> round thinking he was going to put up a 50-goal season. Really yeah, I, just I, couldn't get it going all year. I remember you brought him up one time. And yeah, he, I thought I was uh, going to score like four th- goals in the gonna, game. I thought I was going to be a genius in that one. It didn't really work out all that well. But uh, I mean, the playoffs anyway. But yeah. but <laughs> so, so Line A gets the, gets the goal in the first game of the playoffs. That's that's only good news if you're the Winnipeg Jets. And mm-hmm. Hellebuck played pretty solid against a really hot St. Louis team. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you lost the game, but you were in it the whole way. And you got to think maybe the next game going into game two, one puck, uh, you know, a bounce goes your way instead of theirs or something. It's it's. I wouldn't be too nervous if I'm Winnipeg just yet. Yeah, I wouldn't be nervous either. Hellebuck gave you the performance. You just couldn't get one more by Jordan Bennington, who. What a run that kid's yeah, been on. Yeah. He might as well change his name to Jordan Winnington for crying <laughs> out loud. So all he does is win. So, But if you're St. Louis, you got goals from Bozak, I and think, Perron. The, Perron. So Tarasenko, O'Reilly, uh, obviously their back end is great with guys like Petrangelo, Pareko, and Vince Dunn. But you got offense from other sources. So you got to be real happy with that if you're St. Louis. I mean, the run that they've been on in the second half of the season and after they made the coaching change as well, obviously, I mean, it's been unreal. Oh, they've been it's been one of the, They've been one of the best teams in, in, in hockey. Mm-hmm. And for them to get off on this right foot here in, after game one against the Winnipeg Jets, I think it's a step in the right direction. This is going to be a back-and-forth series. It's going to be brutal. And these two, three matchups with the divisions is – Young, you could flip a coin and take, mm-hmm. really make good. a case for any of the teams. You really, really could. Uh, so, like I said, Winnipeg loses game one at home against the Blues. Game two will be Friday, 9.30 p.m., uh, live from Winnipeg as well. So, let's move on to the Dallas Stars against the Nashville Predators in a game that took place in Nashville. Stars. Tiger Watch, Tiger Watch. Oh, he's creeping minus up. Two. My, minus like two. A, we need a roar. Drop. <laughs> like every time I say Tiger Watch for the next two days. Roar! Tiger Woods minus two. Always have it ready. <laughs> All right. I, I will work on that. Um, and actually, before we, we get to the hockey, uh, we got the turns for the Ozzy Albies deal. We do? Seven uh, years, $35 million extension. That's with a two, steal. With two club nice. options. Nice. Wait, wait, wait. Seven, Seven years, years, 35. 35. So he's going to make like $5 million a year? Seven he years, will make 35. $5 million a year. With two club options? Yep. What? Who? With a total, are they like, a potential total of $45 million. Are they putting like Rufal in on the freaking Gatorade <laughs> when they get these guys to sign these contracts? What the hell is going on they're in Atlanta? They're signing them now and making sure their value is not as big as it will be. $5 million a year? A lefty specialist gets like eight. That's why they're signing them now. Get the deal done now as he starts off. Joel Sherman, before even considering, can we sign Alonzo to a five to a seven year, thirty five million deal? Hey, at this rate, he's gonna win. At this rate, he's gonna win Rookie of the Year. We're gonna have to pay him massive money. Wait, what the hell is going on in Atlanta? What? How are they getting away with this? Joel Sherman, before even considering that they can pick up undervalued options for their players in their primes, Braves guarantee for Acuna and Albies is fifteen years, one hundred thirty five million dollars. Think about the value. Anthopoulos can be two thousand nineteen Executive Year. 
of the year just based on these deals, regardless where Atlanta finishes in the standings. I mean, hey man, wow. smart steals, smart. Listen, steals. The Yankees, listen, the Yankees are gonna see, the Yankees might do the same thing. They're gonna they might sign Torres, they might sign Andujar. That's a five million a year. I mean. Come yeah, on. That's like offensive. That's not a steal. That's like <laughs> that's highway a, robbery. That shouldn't be allowed. He's <laughs> <laughs> just floored right that's now. That's not fair. That's <laughs> not right. It's not fair. It's not right. And these dudes are young, man. I know. Wow. Something's kids. going on in the Atlanta kids. with in the water. I don't I don't know. Well the Mets are about to face the Atlanta Braves right now. Maybe they can find out. Are they allowed do they allow fracking in Georgia? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this hockey, com- this hockey conversation. No, I know. This hockey is. conversation has gone completely over. Leaks into the into the water pipes. <laughs> Wait, it, it, can we just leave Jason Vargas in Atlanta though? Can we do that? Maybe they'll give him a contract. Yeah, give him. Wow. Money. Give him things. Wow. I, I feel like I feel like you need to regroup a little shocked. bit. I feel like you need to regroup a little bit. Well, I mean, I got. I think I got something interesting with the Islanders thing. Um, oh, dude, you, you've been looking that up. I mean, the whole yeah, time, I been, yeah, I've been doing some Scooby mystery uh, stuff. All right, here. all right, Shaggy, go ahead. Well, like Scooby, like Scooby, like Scooby, Go, Shaggy. Before we go to break. J- oh, all right, oh, Velma, God. relax. <laughs> Um, no Velma. No Velma. <laughs> <laughs> Daphne, Velma. get back here. <laughs> Calm down, Fred. <laughs> All right, go. I got quick. a trap. Uh, maybe you guys saw this, but the uh, the Islanders were telling them fans to send an email petition for Belmont help. Now, the the arena in Belmont is allegedly on track for 20. This is from Eyes Eyes on Isles fan site the Islanders website from Matt O'Leary, an article about a month ago. The Islanders' new arena is allegedly on track for 2021-2022, yet the Islanders sent out an email asking fans to sign a petition. No, that worked so well when they tried to stay at the Coliseum. Oh, no. It was announced that the Islanders would be getting a new home at Belmont. Um, now the Owls are striking fear in the hearts of every single fan. This is all uh, Matt O'Leary's writing. The Owls are striking fear in the hearts of every single fan by sending out an email. In that email, they're asking you to sign a petition created by an Islanders fan to convince the powers that be that Belmont is a great idea for the Islanders and the community. Let this sink in for a moment, he writes. A professional hockey franchise in New York just reached out to fans to ask them to sign the petition. That can't be a great sign for the state of the Belmont arena. Uh, the whoa. The email stated over the past, wow. <laughs> over the past the email states. He's talking, we're talking st- Belmont. It's a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Over the, the email states over the past yeah, few days, a, a petition regarding the new arena at Belmont has gone viral. Thousands of fans have already given their support for a home for the Islanders. Let's keep the momentum going and show the world that the Islanders family is strong and thriving. Can't they Please. just come to a deal with the Coliseum? You, you see, Kansas they're, they're, City is calling <laughs> the Islanders. So is Quebec. <laughs> so is oh, I know. They'll be the, the Seattle Islanders. That <laughs> makes no sense. <laughs> <Seattle> <laughs> <laughs> the Seattle Islanders. Quebec City, man. Quebec City, the I Nordiques. Mean, at this, at this, I think the they're, optics. They're here, not going to have an arena by the Kansas City Islanders. <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, <laughs> that makes more sense than the Seattle Islanders for sure. <laughs> Seattle Islanders. Uh, I mean, it's either Belmont or bust for the Islanders. I mean, they're or, not going to they're not going to be playing at the, at the Barclays Center for much longer. That how that, much deal is, that deal That's is done, done after this year. Yeah, that oh, deal really? is done. Yeah, they're right. leaving. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, Good, get out. I think next year is the last year. Get out of my of building. I think they're playing. Get out of my building. <laughs> yeah, I That's think okay. Maybe I think the they're playing to... 20 or so games at the Coliseum and 20 or so, uh, and whatever it is. I, that mean, they adds could, up to. I mean, they could do what the Jets and Giants do and share a stadium. No, no they won't. Hey, hey happening. Rangers, you want to no, share the garden? would never no! that so no! to step on their no! own. No. No. That'll no. never happen. No. I'd rather them go to Jersey and play with the Dubs. Unless they gave us Matt Barzell. All right. 
We'll take him. <laughs> let's finish this hockey up. Uh, yeah. So, oh yeah. Let's like, let's finish the hockey up. Like, <laughs> Dallas Stars take a three-two victory over the Nashville Predators but, in but, Nashville. Before we go, we we will keep an eye on that Bumont situation moving forward. Oh yeah, show, sure. because that, that, it's developing, yeah. ever so developing. Um, the Stars. Like I said, 3-2 victors over the Nashville Predators in Nashville. Your take on that game, Zuccarello had a goal in that the one. The game-winning yeah. goal. Um, <laughs> and uh, Hiskinen. Is, is, Heiskinen. Heiskinen, excuse me. Two goals. Crack me a 12 of Heiskinen. <laughs> Dude, a star was born last night. Two Miro goals. Heiskinen. Two goals in that game. He was the third teenage defenseman all-time to score two in a playoff game. And in his first playoff game. And in game. his first playoff game. Um, thoughts on that one? Listen, Dallas went into Nashville twice in the regular season and beat them and twice. Well, so. who's been one of the hottest goalies in the league? From the ben, Bishop. ben Bishop. I mean, there's been talk of Ken Ben Bishop. Kip, Ken Ben Bishop yeah. win the Dallas Stars or take the Dallas Stars on a ride to the Stanley Cup. There's legitimate talks of that. Yeah. Do I think so? Not necessarily. But, I mean, the guy's playing fantastic hockey mind. right now. It reminds me of and when he's he- huge. That, I that, always used dude, to hate. Yeah. I, I used to hate playing against Ben Bishop. Yeah. He's just six eight because he, he covers the whole entire freaking, the whole freaking net. net. It's disgusting how tall this dude is. <laughs> it should it shouldn't be allowed for a dude like that six eight to play. He goal. just goes down and like he puts his <laughs> yeah. arms out and he takes up. The, it's like all right, well yeah. where'd the net go? It's a walrus. <laughs> what do you like? You know the Geico commercial? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the walrus. <laughs> and then he starts slumping over. He starts falling asleep. Like, oh, get up. Get up. Don't go to sleep. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's a walrus. Somebody's going to score on it. But, um, no, they played They played extraordinarily well in this game. Yeah, and they got production from Heiskin and Zuccarello. Not the big guys. So, Alyssa, if National wants to win this series, their best players have to be their best mm-hmm. players. Hey, I'm not talking about the defense because the defense is fine. No, they got to go from P.K. Subban lane. Uh, I mean, oh, uh, beautiful goal by P.K. Yeah. Roman Yossi had a goal. But they need Philip Forsberg. They need Ryan Johansson. I think they need Victor Arvison to do what he does best but, and get the puck on the net. He had that one time, one play in the third period down one, and the puck just slid off his stick. And That's what he does. He shoots and he shoots and he shoots and he shoots. Uh, that's mean, their best line. Yeah. And I love tweeting it out when it happens because I like rubbing it in people's faces. <laughs> When Philip Forsberg scores, reminding people that Philip Forsberg was traded for Martin Erat. Wow. And he's not related to Peter Forsberg. And he's not related <laughs> to Peter Forsberg. Pekka Rune has to have a better game, though. I, I, I Although I think he had his moments. He was fine. He was fine, but... Ben Bishop was just better yeah. last night. But you... It, if, if you're going to win the series, as, as you we need see... Pekka I mean, you need a little more, maybe a little more grit, a little more... A little more... A little more something out of Wayne Simmons, the guy who went out and got the deadline yep. to give you that playoff intensity, to give you that experience. Brian Boyle, to you, too. Yeah. You know, two guys who have been there, two guys who play hard-nosed hockey and can get under a team's skin, can light the fire a little bit. That's what you're going to need out of these two guys with Simmons and a Boyle yeah. moving forward for the National Predators. They're not, again, they're not out of it by any means. No, no team is. But... You know, just little things to look at after one game. Yeah. Look, ben Bishop, I mean, you're going to have to find scra- you're gonna have to find you're gonna have to scrappy get, ways to beat him. Garbage goals, rebounds, front of the net traffic. It's yeah, really, traffic. Like, yeah, traffic. I think that's the one way you can actually get through Ben and, Bishop. And, and that's traffic. where Wayne and, and, Simmons And, and Nashville has the defense that can put the puck on the net. Yeah. With Subban and Yoshi. And they have, they, they have snipers. Excellent. Use those, use oh, those yeah. and, and have Ben Bishop try to make the big saves. Ryan Ellis. Chances are, if he has to... You know, sprawl and make a big save. Chances are, there's going to be a juicy rebound somewhere. Yeah, shoot low. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but with that being said, let's move on to the last game that happened last night. The Vegas Golden Knights visited the San Jose Sharks for the start of their series, and the Sharks just 
absolutely ran him over. Yeah, shocked mm. me a little bit this morning. Five to two, the San Jose Sharks with the win. And I mean, yeah, like the score, the score says five two, and it wasn't even close. Joey, yeah. Joey Pavelski gets a goal off his mouth, and he had oh. lost. <laughs> he lost teeth, got stitches, only missed one shift. Badass. That dude. And is... all he cared about was if the goal went in. That's all he cared I mean, about. you can even see after he scored the goal, hits off his teeth. And yeah. he like he celebrates the goal, like turns around, and it wasn't until like a second later he got back to the bench. He's like, he's like, oh, he's like yeah, dude, I'm kind of effed up. Teeth. Like, he, like, he just got hit in the face yeah. with, a, with, a, with a Brent Burns freaking wrist shot. Rocket, dude. Uh, <laughs> hockey, hockey players are the toughest. Robots, dude. They're robots. But the robots. I mean, that's thank God he came back because he's a massive part of everything yeah. that team's trying to do. Um, Eric Carlson had two assists in this game. Um, uh, it was the Carlson and Burns yeah, show. Yeah, Brent Burns, night. one goal, one assist. I mean, there was nothing Mark Andre Fleury could do in this game. No. It was just not. I mean, everything up front yeah. was not working for the, Vegas. The, the Knights just were flat last night. Mm-hmm. They were flat, and and I've made it known the the Knights are a team that I actually had coming out of the Western Conference since the start of the season. Mm-hmm. They showed me um, last night that. There might not be a chance. If they continue to play the way they did in game in game one, as they you know game, going yeah. in game two and, and above, mm-hmm. there's no shot. Yeah. But we know that the Vegas Knights are a team that can catch fire real quick, mm-hmm. especially that, with, Mar- with Mark Andre Fleury in that. Yeah, got two goals out of Mark Stone last yeah. night. Yeah. yeah. But you need Carlson. You need Mark. That second goal was uh, nice, though. Oh. That second goal was. Oh, who do you guys think has nice? Which Carlson has a nicer hair? <laughs> William. It, William. William. You think so? William. It's really close, but it's William. NHL Network went with Eric. Of course really? they did. Uh. I think William has nice hair. Uh. They both have nice hair. Yeah. Eric's just like a little too long looking. Yeah. But so, if you look at it from behind at the end, it's like... But William's oh, flows. It looks natural. No, so does that. Eric's, though. It looks, it looks longer, like it needs a haircut, but like it doesn't. Wow. Look at it. But, um... Best hair of the series, though, goes to Brent Burns' facial hair. Ugh, I hate that. That facial hair looks gross. <laughs> Disgusting. Plus, with the teeth missing, it just doesn't look right. It looks like a real-life Chewbacca. <laughs> no, a real-life Chewbacca. <laughs> oh, man. That's but, a fuzzball. But what else you got on this game, man? No, not much. I'm looking forward to the next one to see how Vegas responds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same. Too, same for you? Same, same for me. I, I have Vegas winning in seven, so yeah, I'm not, too, yeah. not worried. First I, night. I think the biggest. Who would you say has the biggest concern down one zero right now? Biggest concern down one zero. Probably Vegas. You, your biggest concern would be Vegas. I think so. Just the way the way in which they lost. I think they really need a a, a, a bounce back bounce game back. too. Um, I think they need to win it. I think they do. Yeah, yeah. I, I, going down two zero. If they go down again in this similar fashion, not great. I think San Jose exposed them in, in, in areas in which Vegas probably didn't see coming. I mean, their neutral zone was exposed. Their, def- their defense was exposed. Uh, San Jose just looked quicker. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was just be completely honest. Yeah. San Jose just looked a lot quicker than Vegas, Vegas, Vegas last to, night. Vegas has to step up. Uh, but, yeah, first night of the NHL playoffs. Always fun. Got three we games got three tonight. tonight. We got three tonight. We have, the, we have the Toronto Maple Leafs going up against the Boston Ooh. Bruins in Boston. Arguably the best series yeah. of, of the first round. Carolina. You might want to have it on mute, though. Mike Milbury's doing the game. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, we have uh, the I'll Car- get the Toronto radio broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> we have the Carolina Hurricanes going up against the Washington Capitals in Washington, and we also have the Colorado Avalanche going up against the Calgary Flames. Oh, that'll be that's fun. the late game. Flame that's on. the ten o'clock game. Flame on. <laughs> well, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to break. When we come back, the official start of the three o'clock hour, even though it's eleven minutes in, here on the Worldwide Sports Radio <laughs> Network. This is Chalk Talk. It, it is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio. 
You're listening to Jock Talk on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the 3 o'clock hour here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This is Chalk Talk. I'm Renee Canales, joined in the studio by James Baccioni, Evan Mazza, and our producer, Big Mike Rifkin. Hello. Uh, let's start off with some news real that quick. That wasn't Big Mike. That was not Big Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. That's hey, Big hey, Mike. Hey. That's Big Mike and also hey, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Um, we too much Mrs. Doubtfire on the show. What? For my liking. Yeah. <laughs> Any, anything with Robin Williams, we need to do. <laughs> mm, I would say the opposite. <laughs> 10,000 years! I'll give you such a creak in the neck! <laughs> <laughs> but with that being said, uh, let's start off with some news real quick. Uh, this according to Michael DeRocco of ESPN. Statement from the Jaguars. I'm running back Leonard Fournette's arrest. So, yes, Leonard Fournette, the running back of the Jacksonville Jaguars, was arrested today. The Jacksonville Jaguars are aware of the situation involving run back Leonard Fournette and are continuing to gather more information. They, no further comment will be provided they, at this this time met earlier just at the start of the offseason the start of the year they met to try to clear the air and then Leonard Fournette does this well you know what he was driving his little red Fournette oh nice but you know what though I'll give it I'll I'll give it a good old jackass that's what he is (laughs) jackass so so jackass of the day Leonard Fournette yes jackass of the week still Antonio Brown oh of course absolutely (laughs) jackass of 2019 yeah yeah Antonio Brown no matter uh, what goes on for the rest of the year, I'm still giving <laughs> it a go. Well, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, until Fogues comes back with the couch story, you know, <laughs> and we get that again. <laughs> so, 2018 or whenever that happened, till, up until 2019. <laughs> yeah. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday. And welcome back to Thursday Trivia Throwdown. Mm. Today's question master is James Baccioni. Uh, this goes back to the last time that we had ter- Thursday Trivia Throwdown <laughs> where, um, yeah, I... I Lost again. Um, <laughs> so, with that so he's said, challenged. So he's challenging me because he's like, ah, Evan, Evan doesn't really do this game with us. Oh, I got a chance of winning. Uh, l- listen, you're a lot brighter than I am, so no worries. Yeah, you, 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 chances, chances are you're gonna win. Uh, but with that uh, being said, we have a coin here in my in my hand. What is it? It is. Can we play the Two Face theme from Batman the Animated <laughs> Series? <laughs> it's a 2000 <laughs> Virginia coin. Uh, with Mr. George in the you front get what with our I president. give you. Evan, you call it in the air since it's my coin. Um, <laughs> all right. No home coin Tails. advantage. <laughs> it is heads. Um, so I will go first. Evan, you may leave the room. Thank you very much. Uh, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> I'll let you know when it's your time to win. Um, <laughs> hey, leave your phone in here. There's a rule here, buddy. You leave your phone in the room so you can't hear the questions. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Get out of here. Get out of here, fool. All right. Big Mike, you have the uh, the tunes ready. I have Jeopardy music ready. Awesome sauce. James Bacioni, the floor is yours. Mr. Canales, how are we doing today? I'm doing swell, Mr. Bacioni. Welcome back to Thank- another edition of Thursday Trivia Showdown here on Chalk Talk at the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Thank you for having me. Are you me. comfortable? Uh, as best as I could be, yes. Okay. So today, today's questions are based off of just so far into the 2019 MLB season. They're not here to trick you. They're just seeing how much you've been paying attention so far in this early baseball season. Something I kind of want to do on this segment, you know, every month, a little bit over a month or so, just to kind of update the viewers on the stats, see how much we're paying attention to what's going on around the league. You know, so they're not out here to trick you. They're not, there's no trick questions. I'm just trying to help you get out of the cellar. 
But, uh, you know, for me at least, you know, I, I suck at this, so. Okay, here we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so what are we, week three into the MLB season? Starting week, uh, I think finishing week three, yes, I believe so. So, Something like you know, that. we have some stats on the board that we could talk about. I'll start it off a little easy. And it was actually during the break. It's going to make it even easier. So, going in, all these questions are not based on the games today. They're based on going into today. Overall. What? Overall. Like, overall. So far. I just mean, like, all the games that are happening right now no, are no, not included, included in, in these this. questions. Okay. Okay. So, going into the day, who leads the MLB in home runs? Give me two out of the three, because it's a three-way tie right now. Oh, is it? Uh, Chris Davis? Yes, that's one. There's one. That's why we talked about the break. He hit yeah. two today, so now he is the ultimate leader, but... Um, I feel like this is a lot easier than I than I than I think. Uh, I said Chris Davis. He's had four in the last two games. I'm thinking who has more than that? Oh, Carpolo. Christian Yelich. No. Is that your final answer? Christian Yelich. No. Well, I got one more, don't I? No. You said it was two wrong. out of three. Yeah, you got to get two out of three. You guessed two. You didn't get them right. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> I'll give you a half point. No, it's fine. Yeah. If, what if what if Evan only gets one? That's very true. Uh, so we have a half point. Because it's a two-part question. The other two are Cody Bellinger and Jay Bruce. That's very true. Jay Bruce! What the you didn't know that? Come on. Yeah, Bruce not. Almighty. I did not know that. All right. Cody Bellinger. Question number two. Fire, Renee, yeah. after question number one, a two-part question, a two-point question, got one point. Mm-hmm. Question mm-hmm. number two. Who leads the MLB in saves right now? <laughs> yeah. Uh... I'll be honest, I don't even know that. Uh, let me you, think of a name. You have a lifeline, remember that. I think it's too early to use a lifeline. You know what, I'll use it. I'll the, use it. I'll use it now. The, he pitches in the National, in the American League Central. American League Central. Mm. Is that too big of a hint? No. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Ten seconds, Mr. Collins. Wow. Caught a little off guard here. <laughs> the Minnesota Twins pitcher. I'm not sure. Of his, I'm not sure of a name. No, no, no. Not sure of a name. No, it's no, Shane no. Green on the Detroit Tigers with nine saves. Son of a gun. Ah, uh, he did have a few against the Yankees. Mr. Canales, in terms of the questions, is one out of a possible three points. <clears throat> Question number three: Who is currently leading the majors in OBP on base percentage? I know you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to take a stab at this. I'm going to say Peter Alonzo. No. It is Mike Trout with a 592 OBP. Getting on nearly 6 out of 10 times. Not bad. He's hurt too. Yeah. It's going to be day to day. Mr. Canales has a one out of a possible four points. Yeah, I suck at this crap. I told you this. All right. <laughs> Not good at Maybe you should just be the question. <laughs> I should, right? Here question right number yeah. four. Next week will be soccer. I give, I give good questions. I'm not good at it. Question right number four. Jacob deGrom just lost the record for most consecutive quality starts dating back to last season. How many did he have before he, before he lost it? 26. Yes. Canales is back on the board. So you have a possible two out of five right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, last question. Cut number five. Who, winning percentage-wise, is the worst team in baseball right now? I do want to say Baltimore Orioles, but 
Uh, I'll let it go. Huh? No, I, I do want to say. I didn't say this was my final answer. I do want to say. Uh, could be a good answer. Hmm? Could be a good answer. It could be. Or it may but not they, be. It may not be. They won. To be or, or not, not to be. be. Annihilated. <laughs> <laughs> the Red Sox? Nope. Ah. It is the Kansas City Royals who sit at two and nine with a one eighty-two winning percentage. Wow! So you got two out of six possible points. Five questions. Question number one was a two-part, two-point question. Gotta hope that holds up, man. I'm telling you, it won't. I just know it won't. Are you watching baseball this year? No. You gotta have positive thoughts, man. It's only what we do every day. It's only what we do every day. You're, <laughs> you're right about that. You're very true. Very true. Well, go retrieve Mr. Mazza. I will. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome. I hope you had a good time. I hope you had a good time. Yo, Big Mike, whenever booking this guy again. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> good, good call. God, what an embarrassment. I know. Jesus. Who doesn't know Mike Trout? Oh Come on. God, it's, <laughs> it's like a giveaway. I wasn't trying to trick anybody on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Just saw the stats roll down. <laughs> anyway, well, you know. What can we do? We gotta get better guests. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, oh, hey. Where's Fogarty when you need him? <laughs> Is he still cutting kids? Hey, 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 have you been talking about me? No, no. No, no. you're the best w- guest we've ever had. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I only tried to put the Canales family name in, you know, in good spirits and good uh, limelight. Oof. <laughs> Wait, aren't you supposed to leave? Aren't No. I already he he already answered, so he knows the answers. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Don't tell, tell me, him. Tell me how to live my life. <laughs> Joining us now... The contender, the no, the the challenger, challenger. challenger. How many did he get? How many Not the right? space shuttle. The challenger. <laughs> Not too soon. Evan Maz. <laughs> oh, okay. How many did he get right? He there's so there's five questions. Question number one is a two point question. Oh boy. So there's a possible six points to be got here. Renee Canales finished with two out of possible six points. All right. So Mr. Mazo, if you give me the green light, we will start the round. All right, go for it. All right. How are you doing today, by the way? We'll ease you in a little bit. Welcome to the show. I'm doing all right. Oh, we got Don Mazza now. Good guess, Big Mike. Yeah, good guess. Good (laughs) guess. Always, man. Always. I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Respectful. Okay. 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 Always trying our best. Okay. Doing well for the show. Okay. We're doing our best here. We're going to give it our best. We got Mr. Mackey. (laughs) (laughs) So, question number one, Mr. Mazza. All right. Go for it. So, this is a two point question. All right. And again, like I told Renee, this this doesn't uh, these questions do not include the games that are going on today or the games that have happened today. This is all going into the before the start of the show. So oh, it's all, so I'll, okay. Yeah. So all right. So if you ask me, okay. Yeah, you'll get it in a second. Crud. So who leads the MLB in home runs going into today? There's well, three players who are tied. Give yeah, me two of the three. It was a three-way tie: Cody Bellinger, Chris Davis with a K, and. Um, <laughs> You already got the question right, but if yeah, you can finish I'm just trying to think who the other one was. Was it Jay Bruce or Mitch yes, Haniger? It, is it was Jay Bruce. Bruce. Yeah, Jay Bruce is off to a pretty nice start in Seattle. He's batting like 180. Yeah, but he's, he's like got, hitting he's, like yeah. he's in like eight or nine home runs. So <laughs> he already beat me. He's tied. <laughs> we got a tie. Now, now Chris, da- actually Chris Davis, now of course passed yeah, exactly. with two homers. Yeah, yeah. listen, he beat me. I wrote me the questions before that happened, so All right. <laughs> um, he already beat me, so that's okay. So I'll take it. Question number one: Evan Mazza has a two. I have a possible two points. Question number two. Who leads the MLB in saves right now? 
Oh! MLB and saves? Remember, you have a lifeline. Is it Sean Doolittle? No. Ah! It's not Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> it is Shane Green of the Detroit Tigers with nine. Ah! Wow, that's... Wow, Shane's a lot. Nine <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that means the Tigers have nine wins. I No, I know. The, ti- no, the Tigers have led off to a really good start. Yeah. Wow, nine saves already? Yeah. yeah. Edwin Diaz yeah. has like four or something like that. Yeah. I was thinking two of them. <clears throat> so, Mr. Bowser has two out of a possible three. Question number three. Who is currently leading the majors in OBP? On base percentage. Mm. I have to call my lifeline here. Big Mike, lifeline. I'm not your lifeline. No, you're oh, your Jimmy, lifeline. Yes, I'm sorry. One. Give him one. Because <sighs> I don't know how to do it without it being too easy. <laughs> it's an American League player. There you go. Thanks. <laughs> uh, otherwise, it's a dead giveaway. Yeah, it really Honestly, would be. it's tough. OBP. Hmm. Hmm. Is it a Yankee? That's more than two questions. We, can't, we can't, you can't. Oh, my hands are tied, Mr. Mazza. Judge! Judge! Dude, we can't yank that out of thin air. Is it Judge? It is Mike Trout. You got to go ah! with a dude, 592 OBP. Dude, you got to go fishing for that Can you change that, that last question, though? What? Can you change the last question? <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Oh, yeah, he's probably going to get it. Right yeah, here. that's what I was saying. <laughs> Come on, no, go for it. Like, I, I, Question I, number four. Mr. Mazza has a two out of a possible four points. Trying to go for the lead. Trying to go for the win with one question here, yeah. a walk-off. So I'm going ch- to choke. Question number four. You're not going to choke, believe me. Jacob DeGrom just lost the record for most consecutive quality starts dating back to last season. Yeah. How many did he have before he lost it? It was 26 in a row, and 27 would have been the record for Bob Gibson, who said 1968. That's a win for Mr. Mazza. Jacob DeGrom had 26 oh, consecutive starts dating to last season. Just got it blown against the Minnesota Twins. Was going for the record. So Mr. Mazza now has a three out of a possible five points. He wins the game, but we'll see how, how, how well he can do. Pad his stats a little bit. <laughs> Question number five. Who, winning percentage-wise, is the worst team in baseball right now? Oh, worst team. See, the Marlins. It's not Baltimore. They won a couple. They've won some games. Dude, Adam Scott, the actor, is also a golfer. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, Seattle's off to a great start. The Angels have been fine. Name one, damn it. Is Ten it seconds. Ma- is it the Marlins at three and nine? It is not. It is not. It is the Kansas City Royals ah! at two and nine two with a point one eight two winning percentage. But I- cheer up, Mr. Mazo. You won the game. No, thank you. Give him some applause. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Sure. Thank you. One <laughs> second. <laughs> Rene Canales drops on the se- on the total Chalk Talk standings of Thursday Trivia Throwdown to one and four. Just comfortably in the basement. Mr. Mazza. Uh, you're quick to get that, but you're not quick to get the applause. Will you be in next in my, Thursday? In my defense, I went to go pause the music before he asked for the applause back. Will you be in next Thursday? Uh, Sure, why not? I'll be here. Well, you you have Question Master. Uh, I will be here next Thursday. That's what comes you in. You make up you the have, questions. You have the honor of being the Question no, Master. No, thank you. Where me and Renee will face off again. Uh, and I will probably go to <laughs> one and five. All right, comp, 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 Renee, I'll give you some easy questions. You had a win over Big Mike to, as well, right? We're wrestling, yeah. yeah. I have an undefeated streak. Yeah. I have an undefeated streak. <laughs> right. Nobody, nobody can stop my undefeated streak. John Fogarty, I've already taken out Renee. I've taken out Big Mike. I will take down much earlier than John Fogarty. You can come over there, and I will take down right. you. I'm Fogarty. saying that a cool I have an undefeated streak. What, what is yeah. Fox's record? 
Uh, he lost to me, I think, the first one. He lost to me. I think he's like a two and two or a one and two. Yeah, okay. something like that. So let me tell. So, so let who me lost tell you me? one thing. Was it you? I lost to you the first one. Yeah. So let me tell you and one thing. I've won three in a row since. Nobody can stop the Mazza. <laughs> well, what you gonna do, brother, with Mazza Mania? I didn't want to do Hulk Hogan. That, speech. That, I didn't want to do Hulk Hogan. Is that your speech? That, that jerk Hulk Hogan. <laughs> is that your oh, speech? Sorry. Uh, my speech, my speech is I want to say thank you. I'm very grateful <laughs> for being here. Thank you for doing this uh, amazing question and answer uh, thing. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's just that was Thank just a little me. bit of what's going on so Thank far in this me. early baseball season. Do something like that every couple month and a half or so to kind of keep you fans and keep us acclimated into who's leading the league, who's doing what, the stats around the league. I like. Make it. sure we're paying attention. Make sure you guys are paying attention as well as you play along. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Like Dude, it. there's a three-way tie for first place in the National League East too. Isn't a, a oh yeah, Nationals are game out. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. After they routed the Phillies last night. Oof. Oh, 15 to 1. That was good. That yeah. was gross. Yeah. Absolutely gross. Not as gross as my loss in the ter- Thursday <laughs> trivia throwdown, but it was gross. Hey, how are you going to bounce back next week? You know what? Let me tell you something, man. I'm listening. Uh, I, I'm 1 and 4 right now. You know, I, I'm going to I'm gonna rally the troops together, you know, make sure that, you know, we what get everything. Uh, hey, listen, shut up. It's my speech now. <laughs> Listen, He's absolutely right. Please be quiet, Mister. Um, I'm sorry. You know, I'm going to rally my, <laughs> my troops bad. together. I'm going to make sure I, you know I'm 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 in the game, stats wise, player wise. I'm going to make sure everything is good. And you know what? I'm guaranteeing three wins in a row for Renee. I guarantee. I guarantee. Guaranteeing it. I am going to come back to 500. I'm going to come back at four and four at some point when we whenever we have three more games in a row. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am guaranteeing three straight. Victories. We're gonna win Renee the game. We're gonna win the game. I can't so, so wait, wait, wait. So let's. Uh, what happens first? Renee wins three in a row, or football season starts? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What's gonna happen? Shots first? fired. Dude, you've been sh- you've been throwing flames at me the entire week, dude. I can throw them at anyone you want. Literally the entire week, man. He, I'm not liking. He wasn't this. here. All I'm not week. liking. Big Mike. I thought we were. What, boys, happens, man. what happens? This is what happens when they lock us in a room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Renee was oh wait! Re- oh wait! The door's unlocked. Oh. oh. Renee's uh, not afraid of the darkness. He was molded by it. I was, he was mo- born in it. Born in it. I was molded by it. Born in it. Yeah. It's fine. So Evan. Since yeah. you're going to be question master, what are you yeah. thinking? What are you thinking for questions next oh, week? Boy. Well, Bocci, it's so he it's, did baseball. It's Bo- so it's who's who's in my buns? It's Renee and it's Renee. Yeah, and I'm going against probably Bocci, James. Jamie, yeah. I can't do wrestling. I want to do wrestling. Ah, uh, I wouldn't. I probably would. all right. Um, fail at that too. You know what? You know what? Hockey. Stanley Cup playoffs. Oh. I'm going to do. A, I'm going to do a Stanley Cup playoffs category. All questions on the Stanley Cup playoffs. Their well, history, like the history. Like the history of the Stanley Cup playoff right. series, uh, I'll do recent. I'll do like the two thousands, mid two thousands. Like, can I stay recent for you guys? Do like oh five, oh six, the yeah, lockout I'll year go, to now. That's I'll go from like oh, I'll go from like oh five. Yeah. I don't want to like. Go I don't want any like eighties yeah. crap in there. I don't oh yeah, nineteen eighty in the Islanders or the Oilers. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you could do oh five, oh six, and then you could do ninety four as well. You know, you can sprinkle. <laughs> we'll sneak in. I'll sneak in ninety four. Ninety four. Tell you what, ninety four Rangers will be like the special question. Like, if you guys like tie, that'll be like the special like. Tiebreaker question. All right. So well, I, I did start watching hockey after that lockout season. So do you want now? Do you out. want to be Stanley Cup playoffs or the Stanley Cup championship, like the series overall, or do you want to be overall playoffs? Up to you. It's up to you, man. You make right. up the questions. We all can't right. tell you. What it's going to gonna be. All right. It'll be the Stanley Cup championship, the Stanley Cup series. That's it. Stanley Cup finals. Okay. That's what it'll be. 
Okay. okay. All right. Fans, if you want, if you have any good questions, we yeah. always like fan activity and fan uh, interaction on the show. You can find us on our Facebook page at Chalk Dog remember, on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. And uh, just remember, the answer will always be Sidney Crosby. If you have great questions, let us know. He might use it on the show. That, that's a bigger let. That's a huge letdown right there, man. <laughs> the answer is yeah. always going to be Sidney Crosby. Yeah, that was rude, actually, <laughs> of you to even, Come even on. go down that I route. had to. I'm sorry. I you didn't have to. You don't have to do it. You didn't have to. It's a choice. So before we get totally crazy here, that was Thursday Trivia Throwdown. It was. It's always a fun segment. We'll do it again next Thursday. Um, Evan, the question master. Evan, the question master. It's going to be questions based off of the NHL, NHL Stanley Cup Finals. Strictly the round from 2005-2006 until last Present. year, I suppose. Yeah, yeah last yeah. year. Well, 5 or so, 6 last year. So that would be a good one. Don't it, miss that. It will. But, uh, with that being said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take our final break of the day. When we come back, we're going to go to Augusta. Augusta. Ugh. We are going to be talking about the, the Masters. We are going to be talking about the Masters, Tiger Woods, uh, Brooks Kepka. Tiger Watch! Tiger Watch! Roar! I made it very clear. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Listen, I was still going to break it, <laughs> Damn it, Michael! It was clear! Michael! <laughs> Michael! With that being said, ladies Michael? and gentlemen, we'll be back. He's winning! He is number one right now. But we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll give all that when we come back here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This is Chop Talk. It, it is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network. You're listening to Chalk Talk on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the last segment here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. And with that being said, Big Mike, do you have the tune ready? I've got the tune ready. All right, we've got the tune. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Masters Weekend in the United States. Live from Augusta. Although uh, this really uh, seems like sleeping music. No, 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 no. You cannot. As I, like, I got a suggestion. <laughs> no suggestions. Augusta music it Mario is. Mario Golf Tulsa Tour music. No. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. With, with that being said. <laughs> this is a classy yes. event. Yes. Let's, yes. Let's, yeah, this is a classy event. You know, but, you know buttoned up shirts. Oh, yeah, you know, buttoned. you have to be nice. Quarter and zips at a appropriate length. Absolutely. Pants oh, yeah. at an appropriate length as, as no, well. Only pants, no shorts. You can't no wear shorts. shorts on the pro You tour. cannot do shorts. Uh, and then a hat. The hat has to be nice and brimmed. <laughs> um, but with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, the Masters have begun today. Uh, Tiger Woods teed off at about eleven thirty-ish. I want to say right now he is at minus. He has. He is at under three. Tied for the lead. Really uh, he's at fifteen. Through fifteen holes, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, so Jimmy Baccioni and I, hey, you're a big golf guy. Um, your outlook on the entire weekend of the Masters. I feel well, like I mean, I feel like I'm sailing the, right the, now. The, t- <laughs> the top ten, really, honestly, at this point, are guys I wouldn't expect. But you know, a lot of people have started. They still got a lot of golf that could be played in this for opening day. Like a Bryson DeChambeau is minus one through six, so I expect him to be in there at the end. A Brooks Koepka is minus one through five. So a lot of these guys are just kind of getting started. Yeah, Brooks. But, uh, Brooks teed off at two o'clock, so he still has. You know, he still has quite. quite Phil's minus one through six. Uh, let's see who else here. Uh, Patrick Reed went even through 17, so not the best start of the day for him. But you know, there's still keeping a minute. Ricky Fowler's uh, at an uh, uh, one under right now through. Um, what was the deal Ricky, with 14? Ricky's. I'm, I'm losing a lot of faith in Ricky as the years go Why? on. Why? He hasn't he's won foul. anything. Mm-hmm. He's never won a major event, and he he's just never seems to get over that hump to how much talent he has to drive the ball 400, 500 freaking yards. And he's just he never seems to get it done, Ricky Fowler. I'm a big, I was a big Ricky Fowler fan, 
when he first he's just came disappointing. Up on the tour, he's yeah. a disappointing career so far for him. I feel. What's the deal with Jason Day? Because they were saying on the television before that he had a back issue. So what happened was apparently he went to pick up his child. I believe a, a, a daughter or a son. I'm not sure what it is, but he went to go pick him up and I guess hurt his back. He's even through six right now. Yeah, he, uh, oh, but so he, they he, haven't ruled him out. No, no, no. He's, he's, he's playing, but he's okay. having trouble walking and just keeping up straight. Uh, Bubba Watson is even right now through, uh, I believe, through eight, it looks like. I mean, right the there. best part about Augusta is, though, you have no freaking idea who's going to win it. No. This course is so wide open. Every single hole plays so differently where one guy can just be on and one guy could be off in a day, and that makes a difference in the whole tournament. Well, the, it, no, no, no. First, no, go ahead. First, no, that, go ahead. Well, what I was going to say is that that leads me to the question, who do you think, you know, through Sunday, who's going to be the winner? Who's going to possibly oh, it's impossible. win? It's impossible. Who do you, in your in your mind, though, who's going to have the best weekend and go into Sunday, you know, either, you know, close to the, close to the top of the leaderboard or at the top of the leaderboard, who's going to have the best chance to win? I mean, well, going into the tournament, I really, really like Brooks Kepka. Mm. I, I think he was my pick to pick to win the Augusta this year just because he's coming off an amazing 2018, 2018 where he won the, he won the Open. Uh, he won another, the other major as well, right? The yeah, players. right after that, yeah. So, um, he's won three since 2017. Yeah, it's, it's just, you know, he's playing top golf. Seems to be a guy who just gets it done in big tournaments. But the fact, I, I mean, going into this tournament before the day started, Tiger Woods was listed as a number three favorite to win. I personally just think that that was for the Vegas line, meaning mm-hmm. because if you put Tiger anywhere really low where he had good odds to make money, everyone would just jump on that bet because why not? And if Tiger was sure. just like, so they kind of wanted to save themselves H- a little bit in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Make, you know, make you not take Tiger because it's really not that good of a payout. Because, mm-hmm. you know... A, 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 it's Tiger. It's Tiger. So everyone, if you gave Tiger like 10 to 1 odds or whatever, you would go, okay, let me get Tiger. Let me, let me, now I think he was like 3 or whatever. Yeah. But Tiger... Tiger being in the conversation or being... Right uh, you now, know, there, at least, yeah. In any tournament, and any time he's on the golf course, is amazing for the sport. If Tiger Woods is playing relevant golf on Sunday or through the weekend, Saturday and Sunday... To win, I mean, I personally love Tiger because of the ratings. I mean, mm-hmm. and also he's an amazing golfer to watch. He's transcendent to the sport. I mean, it's he's still the biggest name course, in the sport. Of course so. he is. So when he's playing good golf, he's doing fist bumps like we just saw one a couple of holes ago when he was on fourteen or thirteen. It's great. You love to see it. You don't want to see Tiger Woods go into a tournament and and look bad. But with that being said, there's plenty of other great golfers in this tournament too. Like we said, a Kepka, Phil Mickelson's a minus one right now. Dustin uh, Johnson. Dustin Johnson minus one. A lot of people liked Rory to win this weekend. Mm. A guy who Rory's kind of gotten in a funk the last couple of years. He came up with all these, you know, all these accolades. accolades. He yeah. won, won a little bit when he was young. Really hasn't done much for me lately. Mm-hmm. A Rory McIlroy, still a great golfer. A and golf is kind of like that. What have you done lately? Yeah, as totally. opposed to. What if you know list the accolades? I mean, look at Tiger. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's gonna say Tiger is still, you know, Tiger. It's t- Tiger. Well, he should have won the British Open last year because he's well, oh, he's that, owned the sport on, yeah. on, on on Sunday. Mm-hmm. He had a great 2018. Yeah, he, he, he did. Starting off this year nice so far on day one, of course. But a guy I was also looking at, which no one was talking about at all, is the Italian Francesco Molinari. He's minus one through six right now. I think he's one of the most consistent golfers in the game. He's always in there in the top ten, always in there in the, in the final weekend playing for, playing for a jacket. He, he's a guy who gets no recognition, really. One under through eight at the current moment. Through eight. Sorry, I said six. He's just a guy who's always there. I think he's always a guy you got to keep an eye on. Francesco Molinari. Rory, Rory for Eagle? Oh, it's going. Nope. Seems a lot of these putts are, are not getting the bend. They're, a lot, they're missing right on a lot of these greens. 
I'm not sure if that it's you know like I said every hole in Augusta is always different that's it's one of the hardest courses to play and that's really why it's anyone's tournament because these guys don't play this course throughout the, the season they get yeah. there on what Wednesday and they or Tuesday and they play like a pack they well, play a walk through they get the greens but you need more time on this course than what they give you in order to really understand this course which is why it's so hard well, and well, Augusta's well, not the home of the Masters every year correct yes, yes it is oh it is the thing will happen uh, this year uh, but it changes they well, change the whole position yeah. They change, oh, yeah they okay. change everything up what happened this year with uh, the players going into Augusta was the fact that there was a storm. I believe it was on Tuesday, so players didn't actually go, get to go out there and feel the greens and see how, how fast they were and how slick they were because of the storm. And with that storm, with the greens, you know, then you got to aerate them, you yeah. got to dry them out. Are they going to be quicker? Are they yep. going to be still slow from the rain? I mean, it's huge things that affect the pro golfer when they think a ball is going to read right to left and then, you know, it gets a little slow. You don't hit it as hard. because it's, it's so many factors that go into this tournament, and that's why it's always so wide open every year. But the fact that we see Tiger, the fact that we see guys playing great golf right now so far on this first day, we see a lot of minus ones, minus twos, minus threes. But I like that. I don't like to see minus sevens, minus eights, minus nines. That just means that the course is too easy. It's not even mm -hmm. fun. Mm -hmm. I like when it's a little bit of a challenge. A minus two, a minus three at the end of the day being the leader, and, and, perfect. And the balance on the board. Not yeah. like a guy's up by four mm -hmm. or five strokes. So if you look at it right now, um, currently at the top of the standings uh, right now at the leaderboard is Justin Harding, who, who finished his day already. He is at three under, uh, tied along with uh, Adam Scott, who is also at three under. He's done for the day. Tiger Woods is there as well at under three. John Ram under three. Um, there are a bunch of guys at under three right now. Um, Patton Kaziri. Wow, VJ Singh is plus seven through ten. VJ Singh, yikes. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. But a lot of guys. So, so, so there's a guy Angel, who won't Angel make Angel the Cabrera cut. is oh. at ten over right now. Those are two guys who won't make the cut. Angel Cabrera. Probably not. I mean, unless yeah. they, unless they well, shoot like a minus nine tomorrow. Yeah. Paul Casey is at a plus five through five. Jordan Spieth is at a plus three right now. Spieth is another guy who like to win this tournament. I'm not a big Spieth fan He anymore. was at like one year, like one and done year. What has year. he done for he me? What has Jordan Spieth showed me? Since that first year that he had yeah. on tour. Other than that, he has not shown much. He has not. He, he, has, he fell off considerably. Mm -hmm. Since that first year that where he came on tour and he actually made a splash. Mm. Other than that, it's sort of like a, uh, a one-year wonder. Yeah, kind of pretty deal. much. Like people, a lot of people were comparing him to Tiger Woods at the start of his career when he well, jumped onto the tour. Same with the Rorians. We needed everyone was looking for that new face, and yeah. everyone was so right. quick to jump on that new face. And it was at about, at about the same time. premature. Yeah. But that's so unfair because Tiger transcended golf mm -hmm. to being. You know what it was. He, he was the face of not only golf, but the endorsements. No, but, he was the face of a sport. But, but Big Mike, yeah. to be completely honest with you, you know what it was? In my eye, it was the fact that we didn't know if Tiger was going to be coming back. Oh, we sure. Didn't, we didn't know if, if, if Tiger, if he did come back, if he would ever be the same Tiger Woods of old. And I guess people were just trying to see, trying but, to look for but, that new face of golf but, to give it that attention as, that Tiger as, did. As Spieth just misses a putt from about six feet out. But that's still unfair because no matter who it was, whether it's Spieth, Dustin Johnson, Bubba Watson, Tiger Woods transcended the game. He oh, was, for sure. It's so, unfair. So, so I think Dustin unfair. Johnson is 10 times better than Jordan Spieth or Rory McIlroy is. Dustin Johnson's in the conversation every Absolutely. single tournament. So, Dustin Johnson's okay, been I, number I one watch, for... You know, he's golf. been number one, you know, for quite some time, and Dustin you know he's Johnson always in the conversation. Legit. He's always in the conversation. Wayne Gretzky yes. thinks so too. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> so does Paulina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. But Johnson right now, I think he's a minus one. Whoa, that's what's going on. Seven. 
So I expect him to be near the leaderboard. But the there the are a lot of people at minus one right now. Finau, uh, Louis Oosthuizen is, is is Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, you know, there what are a bunch of set of Bryce. Matt Kuchar is at a minus one. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, there's still a lot of time. And, uh, you know, most of those I guys that are. I don't see Matsuyama. A lot of those guys that are at minus one have just started their days. So, I mean, there's still a lot of time to go for those guys. I don't think Matsuyama's in here. Yeah, I don't see Is it possible he hasn't teed off? Yet? Oh, he's there. No, oh, he's Hideki done Matsuyama. already. Yeah, he's, he's, wow, plus three. Yeah, finished. plus three. Hideki wow, Matsuyama. That's a, I, I was going to. I had a. Uh, a lot of bogeys. One double bogey. In, in, I, I in thought his. he was going to have a good tournament. Wow. He had four bogeys, one double bogey. That's surprising to me. Just one birdie throughout throughout the entire uh, first day for him. Yeah, I mean, listen, like you said, it, it's difficult to just put a bow on who you think is going to be the victor going into Sunday, you, coming out of Sunday. Could you just because want you a never know. Field, because right? you can have a spectacular first day. And, and just like off. that, on the right. second day, you can fall flat oh, yeah. on your but, face, but you're, especially you're, at Augusta. So you're the golf guy, so I'll ask you. You want more of a balanced field here w- with all these guys at minus one. Mm-hmm. You're you're pretty. Oh yeah, you're up. setting up for a great weekend. Yeah, a lot of you know. I mean, anytime a, a, a Masters or any tournament, major tournament, goes into a playoff, it's of course awesome. I mean, but, that's what you that's what you want. A right. three player playoff is that for one Ooh. hole, it's, it's the best. But yeah, no, like I said, I I. I I love the, the standings as they currently sit right now. It seems like at the end of the day we're going to have a very even, like you said, Tournament. competitive group going into tomorrow and going in for that final cut day. What do you view the cut as? Because you know, the way it's looking right now, plus two. I'm thinking a plus two. Okay, I'm thinking a plus two. But I mean, like, like there's still golf to be played. But yeah. right now it's looking like it's going to be like a plus two. Okay. Yeah. So through say. 16 holes right now, Tiger Woods is at three under. Um. Listen, as long as he's there Saturday, Sunday, the ratings will and, be hey, there. Hey, listen. And if he wins. Good win, so far. Good and, so far. And if he wins. Well, you see, that's the thing. If Tiger Woods wins the Masters yeah. on Sunday, and yeah. then it'll be incredible. you got to watch Game of Thrones after it. I think I heard that on, like, Barstool. You know, they have that uh, it'll like be, golf uh, thing. It'll be absolutely incredible like, if Tiger Woods wins ever, on Sunday. You ever watched the, I think it's like called like, the foreplay podcast. No. no, it's on like Barstool. It's a golf thing, and they were talking about like if Tiger Woods wins, and then like Game of Thrones comes back on Sunday, and he's like, "I have to transition from Tiger Woods winning the Masters to Game and of all Thrones. of a sudden sit on the couch and jump into Westeros." He's like, <laughs> "He's like, I don't know if that's possible," <laughs> and it's kind of true for a lot of big golf fans. I mean, Tiger Woods wins. That's a that's a huge day. That's that's something that that's we've been waiting for for how long? A lot of people are going to be talking about it for days and days to come if Tiger Woods escapes this Masters with the victory and the green jacket. Can, you, ima- as, can you imagine, though? As I mean, long as no one does the Shooter McGavin from Happy shooter. Gilmore. Shooter! Oh. Hey, that, that check steals. belongs to Mr. Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, you know... The Masters, even for people who don't necessarily watch Bruce golf Adams, all the time, Bruce Lee Adams did have a beard. <laughs> for you know, not necessarily for a lot of people that don't necessarily watch golf all the time, it, you know, it's you, you turn on the TV, you go to ESPN to see what Tiger Woods is doing. He's the main attraction, obviously. So when Tiger Woods isn't there, you're not going to be as interested. But now right. that Tiger Woods is actually alive in 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 the golf in golf terms, and he's competing, and he's actually. At the, top, at, at the top of the leaderboard or co-leader right now, you're happy. You're you're, you're pretty ecstatic. Yeah. I was in California last year. I think it was for that British Open. I was in California 
watching the crap. They're watching the thing on the TV. I'm in the middle of the mountains and I'm like, I have barely have any Tiger signal. Watch. Tiger Watch. <laughs> I'm literally watching on my phone. I'm like, oh, dude, Tiger's on right There's now. a Tiger Tracker on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, there's a ti- literally a Tiger Watch page dedicated to Tiger Woods. It's awesome. It, it's, it's good to see, uh, as we see Dustin Johnson right now on the TV. Um, as he's getting ready to line up a shot, I agree I'm going to watch his wrestling. Jimmy, today. I agree with you, Jimmy. Dustin Johnson is—he's for real, man. For, his short game is incredible, and and for him, it, it took him a little bit because he couldn't actually get over that home and get that win, that that big major win. Um, so I mean, nah, no he, he's really stepped it up big nah, time. Nah, not even close. Oh, wow. Not even close. Not even, not even close. Actually, nah, wait, wait, pretty good wait. putt. It had the roll. What it's do great. we know? Yeah. <laughs> We're not there. <laughs> Well, Jimmy, you golf, right? Yeah. You go golf. Yeah. I'll, I'd golf four times a week if I could. Yeah. If it's nice out. Yeah. Even if it's 50 And degrees. if I have the financial. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you go? Uh, my main place is normally just Glen Cove Country Club. It's close okay. to me. But I go to Harbor Links in Port Washington. Um, have you been to Beth, Beth Page? Yeah, I've been to Beth Page. Okay. Beth Page is nice. It's just always it's really crowded. Okay. So you got to kind of like wait a little bit. And I just, I just go usually. Beth Page, it's really nice though. It's fun. I go, sure. Usually I go there if we have if I go with like a big group of buddies. So we go with like we get like two separate foursomes and kind of make a day out of it. Or you sure. could be like Tiger yeah. Woods and run out a boat and go to Shittacock. I'd get destroyed at Shittacock. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, anything that's not miniature golf, I get destroyed at. Nice Dude, shot. Mini- nice shot. Great shot there. Rudy. Rudy. Rory, there you go. Rory. Right. McElroy had one under right now after yeah, that. That was uh, a really birdie. nice birdie nice at uh, 16 to make him one, nice one under. Big shot. Nice, nice big birdie. Right, I mean, big shot, Rory. So hey, boys, you know we'll see. You know we'll come in tomorrow and see what the what the leaderboard looks like after day one ends. Should be a great rest of the day. It should be. I mean, if it's starting out the right way, let's see if tomorrow the guys can continue that. Let's see what what Tiger does going into tomorrow. Uh, I believe he has about uh, two holes left. Um, he is currently on 16 right now at three under currently tied at the top of the leaderboard with a few other guys um let's so he, let's see if he can get it to five <laughs> we'll see we'll see what happens uh but as we're getting closer to closing out the show what are we looking forward to tonight in, in in the nhl playoffs we got three games on the on the docket tonight uh i mean i know i made the comment. interesting transition it is I, I, <laughs> but that's why i am i got i got one that i'm looking forward to but it's not hockey so i'll let you guys uh, go Bruins Leafs game one. See if the Leafs decor can handle the Bruins mm-hmm. up front. I guess for me, Capitals and for me, Capitals and how they start their title defense. The whole beast. Looking at Brad Marchand, what he does tonight. Oh, he's gonna lick someone. He's, gonna. he's going to lick. <laughs> also, someone. just real randomly, why is Steven Match pitching not Wheeler tonight? Uh, we, they moved them back. I was actually yeah, that's why? actually the one I'm looking for. That's actually what I was going to talk to. What I'm looking forward to is for tonight. It's the Mets starting off a big. I know it's April, but it's a big series against. Wheeler the always Braves. pitches well in Atlanta. Yeah, so. big that's series from Atlanta. Braves. I know. Yeah. yeah. You know, since, they, you, since you guys brought up Atlanta, um, some Atlanta. some executives are saying the Braves' new deal with young star Ozzy Albie's is worst contract ever for a player. I think it is too. I totally agree. I totally agree. <laughs> I mean, I, I had I said it before. I don't want to get back into it. <laughs> Take us out. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it is the end of the road for us here today. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys tomorrow at the same time, 2 to 4 p.m. here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. For James Baccioni, Evan Maz, and our producer, Big Mike Rifkin, I'm Renee Canales. Thanks for joining us. Coming up next, Maddie Caps and the third and long show. Stay tuned for that. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace. Have a great, great day. Peace. See ya. It, it is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. But I kind I agree with you. I think when all is said and done, I think Dallas Keigel's coming to the Mets. I really believe that. Well, Clem, it has been an adventure, and we have to go. And, uh, again, we'd like to thank everybody who played a role in this show.
over the past year. Our guests, from Isaac Feldman to Daryl Slater to the What's Wrong with Wrestling guys, Andrew Pisano, Joe Pisano, Eric Hamilton, Christine Nguyen. Who else we got? Daryl Slater, Anthony DeComo. Um, who else we had on here? I don't even remember. We had a lot of guys on multiple times, too, so it's hard for us to really remember too much like with everything. Isaac. You know, um, even when we had guys like Eric in studio, Carragher came in the studio, hang out with us and everything. So, Matt you know. Matt Stevens, you got to thank Matt Stevens. Always thank Matt Stevens. He was always a big part of this show as when we were polar opposites. And uh, that's how we got this kind of this thing going. And um, Chad DiCarlo, big part of the show as well. He was our initial producer, the big baller, the shot caller. He was the only guy who walked into the room and home stretch would go batshit. Like they thought they saw, like they just won the Super Bowl. When, when I worked, when I was doing home stretch, they would always talk about Chad. Never met. I never. They met never Chad. met. They never even hung out with him for some reason. They just wouldn't stop talking they about. Lo- him. They love Chad. I, I never got it. I like. I never met Chad. I kind of wish I did. The way home stretch hyped him up. Um, but Chad, if you're listening, home stretch still loves you. So. And if you they need a producer. So if you're interested and want to come back. <laughs> But to everyone else, listen, we thank you very much for making us a part of your evenings, whether you're on the Facebook feed, on when we had Periscope, or on the live stream. Uh, thank you for taking the time to listen to us, giving us a shot. Uh, we couldn't do this without you, of course, because while we're doing the show, we need you guys for the support, and you know we really appreciate all the support. Um, thank you to everybody else. Uh, you know, I enjoyed my time on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, and um, not going away forever. But I'm going to just take some time to figure out what my next move is. It's not goodbye. It's see you soon. But hopefully when I do get up and running, I will hopefully you all will listen. We'll check it out again. And, uh, you know, Clem, again, thank you for going above and beyond for the show. Thank you for letting me be on the show. No, absolutely. I mean, I, listen, I needed a producer. But, you know, not for nothing, you know, you really set, you really took it to another level with the guests and all that stuff. Uh, I'm still, I, I still get creeped out by your uh, Urban Dictionary drop, but that's okay. You I'll know, say thank you. we'll never have to hear that again. One out of five ain't bad, right? But uh, I really do appreciate you taking, you know, going above and beyond for the show and everything when you really didn't have to. And um, yeah, so this is it. Again, thank you for everybody to checking us out. Thank you everybody for listening to us. And uh, again, we're not going away forever, but right now we're just going to take a little bit of a break and kind of figure things out. Who knows? We may wind up back on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network somewhere down the road. Um, But again, thank you to everybody for listening to us. You've been listening to the Moffat on the Mic Radio Show on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Wherever you are, stay safe. You know, take care of yourselves. And uh, just enjoy the year of sports, man. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. Baseball's back in swing, hockey playoffs. Basketball playoffs start, I think, next week. And, of course, the NFL draft is right around the corner, two weeks away, a week from – two weeks from today, actually, because we're officially Thursday. Game, so. of, Game of Thrones is no, on Oh, get Sunday. the hell out of here. You I don't think, watch Game of Thrones? No, I don't. Oh, I don't get HBO anyway. Out. I don't get HBO anyway. You're missing out. I tried to watch it. I couldn't get into it. Uh, at least I you couldn't, tried. Okay. I couldn't get into I, it. I really did try for, like, a few episodes, but it, the HBO shows are so long. They Like, an hour feels like three. 
and I just couldn't sit through it after a while. Like, I was just I was getting like fidgety. When, when, whenever me. people say like they need a show to watch, I always recommend Game of Thrones. Always recommend, and they're like, oh, I don't know, and they usually either came come back and like Clem, I watched it, not a fan. Or Clem, I can't believe it took me this long to watch it. Like, thank you, like for recommending Game of Thrones. Oh wait, I forgot to thank one more group of people. Oh. The church. Oh yeah, the church. Our our inadvertent house band, on certain occasions, you know, because when they start strumming that bass, it, this place like reverberates. Oh my god. So oh my. thank you to them. They're not here now. I don't think they're here now. No. But let's just say. Used to get a little wild here on Friday nights when they used to have uh, the midnight masses. But everyone, thank you again for letting us entertain you. Thank you for letting us, you know, giving us an opportunity to, you know, talk sports. And uh, again, like we said, first, second, third, fourth, and fifth time, we're not going away forever. But we're just going to take a little bit of a break for now. So everyone, enjoy the rest of the shows on the Worldwide Network, whether it's BTB, Third and Long, Chalk Talk. And uh, home stretch, and uh, hey, we'll talk. Maybe you never know. Maybe we'll talk again real soon, and maybe we'll have some plans for the show in the near future. Everyone, stay safe, take care of yourselves. On behalf of Chris Clem, I am Craig Moffat. You have been listening to the final episode of the Moffat on the Mic Radio Show on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Everyone, take care of yourselves. It, it, it's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio.